Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on November 12th, 2019. Today's show is a little thin. We got football recap and preview coming at you, including our gambling odds, our gambling predictions, I should say. Our ED player of the week, our whoa, watch out for that guy guy. Got a little bit of baseball talk to follow that up. I got a dream Corey Seager uh, scenario, trade scenario to throw at you guys. Probably talk smack about the Angels a little bit because that's always fun to do. Of course. Maybe sprinkle a little basketball in. I'm think I, I don't know. I'm just trying to conjure up some hot takes about basketball just to get the talking the ball moving. Ty, we're gonna let it flow today, Jay. Whatever comes out comes out. And then finally, the last thing on the today's episode is we're doing top five personal disappointing movies list. We've done something similar. We did overrated movies when I uh, infamously said that Step Brothers was overrated. Um, this is a little bit different. This is maybe not a movie that's overrated, but just something you were really looking forward to personally that just did not live up to expectations. Ty. Could have broke my little heart, Jason. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you're still little, so that doesn't really well, give us any hey, hands. Man. <laughs> Let's get into the show. I don't feel so good. Hulk! Smash! Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! Okay, Tyler, so your team officially has two losses on the season how does that make you feel okay 
Okay. Do you want to just start with the Chargers since we played on Thursday? Yeah, let's do that. Let's Go start on. at the beginning of the week, Jay. Um, the Chargers. Let's we'll start there. As I said a few weeks ago, they got the Dunchain tie. They absolutely had a Dunchain, Jason. They have the Dunchain. You know, they have the Dunchain firmly placed on their necks. But I'm ready to lift it off already, Ty, because I looked at the rest of the games in the NFL schedule. Every team the Chargers needed to lose pretty much lost when it came to playoff seeding. So I think our, our chances are still alive. Now, just to clarify, you dunchained them. You undunchained them. You tweeted out, Chargers are done <laughs> after this game. And now, before their next game, you are undunchaining them. Undone. If the, if the Chargers. I, I just think you need to stop dunchaining them. I think you need to set the dunchain in the nightstand and let it sit there for a little <laughs> while before you make up your mind. If the Chargers beat the Chiefs, I am removing the dunchain back off of them. And I am not ashamed of it. If they lose to the Chiefs. If they beat the Chiefs. I'm taking the dunchain off. Okay. What if they lose to the Chiefs? Then the dun chain stays on, and it's it's cemented onto them. Listen, we're only, I don't know how many games back. We're four and six, and the sixth playoffs team is five and four. So we're like a game and a half behind. We can make that up. We're, we can make that up. The Bills, six and three, they're sliding. Steelers, five and four, they're pretenders. Raiders, I mean, they did just beat us, so that's a little problematic. They're five and four. Colts. Quarterback controversy or quarterback situation shit. They just lost to the Dolphins five and four. Titans five and five. Jaguars four and five. We got this, Ty. I think playoffs are a shit show all around. I don't think we got this. I'm almost positive you don't, but I like the enthusiasm. We're gonna finish eight and eight. I can already see it. Gotta hit that nine and seven mark, Jay. We just gotta keep losing. Just four and twelve. Just lose out and then get a decent draft pick. And then draft Joe Burrow, my man. But yeah, against the Raiders, we looked terrible. Uh, Philip Rivers was getting pressured all night, and there was a lot of uh, Philip Rivers apologists. As a Philip Rivers apologist myself, I a little bit apologist for this game, but he was really bad in this game. I didn't watch that much of it because I was at school, but every time I did watch, he was overthrowing people. So I can imagine how it was all game. That's passing yard leader Philip Rivers, who was terrible. Did you fact check me on that? I didn't, but you told me, and I trusted you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Phil. Yeah, Philip Rivers leads the league in passing yards, which is absurd. Top th- Ty, if you can guess. The top three passing yards leaders. Are you on it right now? I'm trying I'm to look at your reflections. If you can guess the top three, I will give you twenty dollars. You already know one of them. A. A. Ron. Okay. Philip Rivers. Okay. I'm gonna say Matt Ryan. No, you went one for three, and one being Philip Rivers. <laughs> Philip Rivers, Dak Prescott, Jameis Winston. I did know Jameis Winston. <laughs> I fucking knew that too. That's Brad. Give me the top. Give me the top ten. Was I close? Uh, Rogers is four. Then Mahomes is five. Goff is six. Kyler Murray seven. Wow. Tom Brady eight. Russell Wilson nine. Matthew Stafford ten. Fuck me. Where's Matt, Matt Ryan's Ryan? a twelfth behind? That's because Matt Ryan missed a game too. Ah, oh, that's true. But the difference between Philip and first and Stafford and tenth is only three hundred yards. So it's not like a big. Difference. That's a bye week. Huh? That's just a good bye week. Yeah, the Chargers haven't had their bye yet either, so it's important to note. The Chargers are done, Jason. Yeah. And I think also done, I think Philip Rivers might should be done. Mm. I think this might... Sh- you saying trade him or retire? I think... You think he's just his done contracts, in general? His contract's up after this year. If he wants to go play for another team, be my guest. But me personally, I think I'm ready to move on, and that's considering that Philip Rivers is my favorite player of all time, probably. I love how this is happening coming off of a MVP year last year. He was in MVP contention. Yeah, and you were loving him, and you were hyping him up. 
And now halfway through the next season, you're saying he needs to walk away and retire. Because he's old. Father time catches up to everyone, Ty, and he's catching up to him, all right? If this was like a 29-year-old struggling, I'd be like, whatever, keep on to him, you know? But he's 36. Now, do you think that has any to do with your offensive line? No, absolutely it does. But he's thrown 10 interceptions, which just makes me sad. Only Baker Mayfield and Jameis Winston have more. <laughs> it's never good when you're on a list with Jameis Winston. Yeah. Or Baker Mayfield anymore, honestly. I, that's true. Got the win this week, though. Dude, is Baker Mayfield just the new, like, rowdier Phillip Rivers? No offensive line. I mean, he he gunslings <laughs> more than Phillip Rivers. But he's like, Philip Rivers always smack talks and complains and everything, but he always does it politely, doesn't cuss or anything. Baker's just more brash about it. Throw, I, throw a lot of interceptions, have a decent amount of passing yards. The difference is Baker is fighting his head coach. His head coach <laughs> is trying to make them lose. I mean, Philip Rivers has had some pretty bad head coaches too, though. That's true. So... I, I don't even know what's going on. Kareem Hunt played uh, this week. Yeah, I know. I was rooting for the Browns to lose because Kareem Hunt's back. Didn't even realize that. Yeah. And I just saw it. He's, yeah. That's what the curse is. That's why they're doing bad this year. It's the Kareem Hunt curse. I'm fine with it. We already established the Bill Belichick curse. Now that you got a double curse on top of him with the Kareem Hunt curse. You can't be a winning franchise. You got a double curse. Yeah. <laughs> That's an issue. <laughs> so your Saints, though, how'd they do? Uh, You know, Jay, it was just um, it was 26 to 9. You got creamed by the Atlanta Falcons. I would just like to say, you know, Saturday night before the game, you know, when we were hanging out, I was just like, Ty, are you concerned at all about this game? Because this game is kind of like the Falcons Super Bowl. You said, not concerned one bit. Now, I put an asterisk on that. (laughs) And I said, I wouldn't be able to sleep any night if I was concerned about the Falcons. (laughs) And I had zero reason to be concerned about the Falcons. I said, which means they'll probably win. Yeah, you did say that. And they did. And it is what it is. And each team gets a shit game, and this was our shit game. Yeah, there was a lot of panic in the Saints uh, Saints fan base after the game, but every team has drops a game like this. But I don't know. Maybe some concerns? Some concerns to be had, Ty? Zero concerns. We looked sluggish. We had stupid penalties left and right that fucked us. Oh, yeah, you did. And uh, Alvin Kamara didn't look like himself. I think he's still probably battling that injury. Mike yeah. Thomas is still a fucking monster, which I love to see. Mike Thomas is good, and he's also benefiting from being the only wide receiver on your team. I mean, Jared Cook caught six. Alvin Kamara caught eight. He's a eight. tight end. That's a running back. Um, Ted Ginn didn't get a single catch. <laughs> Traycon Smith had, had one. one. Exactly. <laughs> when I'm pretty sure we talked about it last week. Taysom Hill is like second in the team on receiving touchdowns or whatever. Like When he's second in the team, that's how you know you don't have very many receivers. But you're not worried, Ty? Not worried at all. I mean, I would be worried because the Saints have my ED player of the week. The entire Saints offensive line is my ED player of the week. Allowed six sacks. You can't let you can't let that happen with old man Breeze back there, man. I'm I'm fine with the J, and I got one reason I'm fine with it. Why? And that's my whoa, watch out for that guy. Oh. Grady Jarrett, defensive tackle of the Falcons. <laughs> Two and a half sacks. Him. I almost picked him, actually. Two and a half sacks this game. He had three the entire year coming into this game. That's yeah, he had himself a game. They, he went the fuck off on our offensive line, and he deserves to be watched out for. It was crazy, too, because the Falcons have a terrible defense. But I love how the narrative shifted. It was like, oh, the Falcons have a terrible defense. And I was just on Twitter, and I was on the Big Easy Believer Twitter. And it was like, oh, Falcon before the game, oh, Falcons defense is terrible. We got this. And then they lost. And it's like, oh, well, the Falcons actually have a really good pass rush. And blah, 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 like trying to justify it. Like, come on, dude. No, it was a Your shit game. Your offensive line just shit the bed. It was a shit game. Our offensive line shit the bed. We couldn't run the ball. They couldn't protect Breeze. Our defensive line shit the game. Yeah. Uh, they couldn't do anything. They couldn't stop the run. Your defense wasn't terrible in this game 
but I mean, maybe great. on the stat line, it doesn't look terrible. It was terrible, <laughs> especially when Marshawn Lattimore got out of the game and then immediately Julio Jones rattled off like a 40 yard reception. I've, I told you, I told you a few weeks ago, they haven't played any good quarterbacks. And now they played a, a above average quarterback in Matt Ryan and they got exposed. That doesn't excuse our nine points. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, Ty, the Saints, I told you this the other night. Saints have a, a point differential of plus 22. It's the lowest division leader out of any NFL team. And I did, a little, I did a little research, right? So I was like, okay, the Saints probably will finish with the high point differential. We'll see. On their current pace, they'll probably be around 50, though, if we can just assume that everything will be the same. But they could easily blow by that with two blowouts. But we're just going to go 50 is the number, Ty. If they don't get above 50. Are you okay? Tyler's dying. <laughs> we're good. So if they... <laughs> If they make the playoffs and they have a point differential of plus 50 or fewer, Ty, they would be the 18th team in the last five years to make the playoffs with that low of a point differential. <coughs> They'd be the 18th, so there's been 17. Okay. One of those 17 have made it past the divisional round. And Not that's worried. the 2016 Packers. Not worried. And they lost in the championship game. <coughs> okay, I'm better. Hear me out, Jay. Fuck <laughs> me, I just punched the mic. <laughs> We've had a backup quarterback all season. Yeah. We're not going to put up a lot of points. We won a lot of close games. We had some garbage defense and garbage time. Yeah. Which got rid of that point differential. And we got fucked on this week. Yeah. And I think the Rams game we lost by a decent amount too. Yeah, you did. So See, our so, losses have been ugly. So when you lose, you get blown out. Is that a sign of concern? <laughs> our losses have been ugly. And One your was, wins are close. That's Is that a sign of concern? One was when we had our starting quarterback inji- get injured. The second one was a division game. You can't count it. What? <laughs> Division rivals, all the stats go out the book. Oh. Are the, you throw the book out. Okay. All right. And a true alpha team, Jason, knows how to win those close games. All right. So I'm perfectly fine with our point differential. We're going to get it together. Everything's going to be all right. Watch out for Grady Jarrett, though. The Saints, like, a few things could be different. And the season would be, like, completely different. So, like, first game of the year, let's say Bree- let's say the Texans don't play that stupid sag defense on you guys. Remember that last play when you guys were going for the field goal and they fucking let you guys throw, like, a six-yard pass for no, like, what if they don't do that? You guys miss that field goal. You lose that game. And then, obviously, you let up, you only let the Cowboys score 10 points. What if they just kicked an extra field goal? You lose that game, too. That's probably the only two that you could really make a case for. Jaguars, too. What if they just didn't shit the bed? I think they had, like, a touchdown killed back or something. I'm saying... Yeah, there's a lot of what-ifs in football, Jay. A good team avoids those what-ifs. I still think the Saints are the best team in the NFC, and they're probably going to win the Super Bowl, honestly. But I will say my one worry is uh, Marshawn Lattimore is injured. He had a hamstring injury. Yeah, that's rough because Eli Apple is... He is not a number one corner. No, he's not. He shouldn't be a number three corner. <laughs> but it was ugly with him on Julio. Traded a third-round pick, I think, for him or something? I don't... I mean, we needed somebody, but if Marshawn Lattimore is out, it completely changes our defense. Oh, yeah. And that is worrisome. Yeah. It is worrisome. How long is he out for? Do you know? It's week to week. It's nothing major, but... You guys have been getting be beat up with lingering. injuries. Yeah, we but, could. Hey, just think, Ty. Just think. You guys lost this game 26-9. to Drew Brees is getting beat up. Marshawn Lattimore gets hurt. Alvin Kamara doesn't look 100%. You know what this is? It's the start of the Super Bowl DVD. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to hear, Jay. <laughs> oh, no. The start of the Super Bowl DVD is Drew Brees getting injured. That's the start of the Super Bowl DVD. And then it's like, oh, they did great. And but then that, it's like, but that would, yeah, that would be the issue, though, because then it would build back up, and then we'd fall back down right here. I think you just start from this point. You ignore the Teddy B. <laughs> you just ignore Teddy B. Do they have? Do they even make those anymore? 
like the team Super Bowl DVDs? If they do, would you buy one? Oh, fuck. I, <laughs> you have no idea how much shit I would buy if the Saints won the fucking Super Bowl. It'd be absurd. Trust me, I'm the same way about the Dodgers. If they, what if they just make the Super Bowl? Are you gonna buy like NFC champion shirts? No, I had to do that with the Dodgers. I bought like one. I never wear it anymore though. Cause I couldn't. It's just, a, it's just shameful. I couldn't because you know you own this because there isn't a World Series slash Super Bowl shirt. <laughs> exactly. To buy. And that just hurts. It's I, shameful. I couldn't do it. All right, Ty. So what about the rest of the games? All right, Jay. We're gonna go. I actually watched. I actually watched football this week. I didn't watch football the last two weeks. So. Did you watch the Giants Jets game? I saw highlights on the red zone. Okay, I didn't watch it. But we're gonna go out here. The Jets win against the Giants, who are both fucking. I saw terrible. that coming. I now, think the Jets were a little underrated because of last week. I think the Giants are bad. Now, possibly, I think the Jets have more talent. My thing here is you have two New York teams. Yes. Combined, they are four and fifteen on the season. Yes. Only had three wins heading into this game, but one of them had to win this. Had game. to. Win. Well, actually, no. Could have. Could have tied. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You're New York. You're supposed to be the biggest and the brightest. Yeah. Jason, my ED players of the week, New York running backs. Oh, both of them. Saquon and Le'Veon. 35 rushing yards combined, 64 receiving yards combined. I didn't see how bad of a game Saquon had. I know he had a bad game, but I didn't know it was this bad. Saquon Barkley, Jason. Oh, my gosh. Had. I knew it was bad. 13 carries (laughs) for one yard. Under a .1 average per carry. <laughs> That's so I don't know how the fuck that happens. A bad offensive line, but... But that is atrocious. Saquon's so good, too. Everyone... I saw so much Saquon slander after this game. Like, we're just overrating Saquon. Like, dude, he had one bad game. It's going to happen. And He's I still a beast. he still had an injury that was lingering. Yeah. But still, but still that's yeah, that's a <laughs> that's an elite disappointment. <laughs> and Le'Veon Bell, 18 carries for 34 yards, averaged 1.9. That's bad. Much better, but atrocious combined. Saquon, the last few, he hasn't the last few weeks since he came back from that injury, he hasn't been that good. Is he 100? percent I don't think he is, Jay. But when you combine for 99 yards, yeah, from scrimmage for two quote unquote elite running backs. Yeah. That's an elite disappointment if I've ever seen one in my life. (laughs) So since coming back from injury, he went 18 for 72, 19 for 64, 14 for 28, and 13 for 1. So I think he's probably still hurt. He's probably not healthy. Either way, absolute garbage. Oh, excuse me. And that's all I have to say about that game, Jay. That's bad, man. Saquon's so good. I love watching Saquon. Oh, he's a beast when he's healthy. Man. He's arguably the best running back in the league when he's healthy. Oh, absolutely. Like talent wise, I don't think you can stop him if he's hundred percent. He is the he's like Lamar Jackson, who I guess we can transition into right now. Okay. Lamar Jackson is he your will watch out for that guy? What? No, oh, you already did, already did yours. He's not mine, okay. I just we kind of already been watching him, so I think everyone's been watching him. RG he's the or not RG three, he's the second coming of uh, Mike Vick. <laughs> that fucking run. He broke off where he just hit the fucking he hit the B button, Jay, and put him on spin cycle. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it was dirty. Oh yeah. It was I was that game was on a lot on the red zone because they just kept scoring and it was great. I mean he rushed for sixty five, had a touchdown, and then passed for two twenty three with three touchdowns. He's pretty damn good, man. He legitimately could be the future of the NFL. Last year it was like, oh, all he could I do, all he could do is run, all he could do is this. Mahomes has not looked great though. I this week he was pretty good. We'll get to that, but 
Mahomes is having a bit of a down year. He's still fifth in passing yards. He missed like three games, two games. I don't care. I don't like Mahomes. I like <laughs> Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I like Lamar too. They're just different uh, quarterbacks, and I don't know if uh, Lamar will be able to stay healthy. See, my in the issue term, and I with Mahomes. Um, oh, hold on. I'll wait on it. I'll wait. I have a take on Mahomes too. Okay. We probably agree. Probably. But do you got anything else on the Ravens just shit piping the Bengals? I would like to say, as someone who's been struggling on my gambling picks, and we could cover that later too, I really nailed this. I said the Ravens, historically, beat up on bad teams. And they did. They just destroyed the Bengals. I mean, I'm it not, was never close. I'm not going to say anything, Jay. They got shut out in the fourth quarter. <laughs> oh, just if, throwing that out there. If you actually look at the team stats, it's you look at it and you're like, how did the Ravens... So they had 379 total yards, which isn't that much for scoring 49 points. Yeah, not at all. They... I mean, they did average eight yards per play, so that's kind of help helps it. They had 13 minutes less of possession, but they had four defensive slash special teams touchdowns. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> so I mean, that's obviously I don't know. They had an interception, yeah, interception touchdown, fumble return touchdown. I think that's it. Maybe not special team. What do they consider special teams then? I don't know. Did you see the play when they had RG3, Mark Ingram, and Lamar Jackson all in the backfield? They did, like, that triple read option. Well, is that just the one where Lamar, like, ran six yards and then passed it back? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I saw it. Don't know if you saw this, but all three of them, Heisman Trophy winners. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a stacked backfield if I've ever seen one. Yeah. RG3, man, they need to use him more. Someone needs to trade for RG3. There's so many shit quarterbacks. The Bengals had freaking Ryan Finley, who I think they just drafted, so I understand starting him. The Lions had Jeff Driscoll starting today, Ty. Why not take a flyer on RG3? Why not take... Legitimately, you just shit-pumped the Bengals. You say, hey, here's a quarterback for you. Why not take a flyer on the quarterback we can't mention? Because if we mention him, everyone will hate us. No shit. (laughs) Tom, there's so many bad fucking quarterbacks. And I'm talking about Johnny Manziel. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Um, Speaking of Mahomes, though, he was actually pretty good in the Chiefs-Titans game, even though the Chiefs lost to Heartbreaker. That was a fun fucking game to watch. 36 for 50, 446 yards, and three touchdowns. But he missed some throws in this game, Ty, and I think it's the gripe you're going to have with him. He's getting a little unnecessarily flashy. That is not the gripe I have with him. Continue, but I'm fine with it. I feel like a boomer for this. There was just so many <laughs> There was just so many times when he had like a wide-open guy down the field and he would do like an off-the-back foot throw or like a sidearm. You know, his Mahomes shtick, you know? Oh, yeah. Same thing and he, he does would, all the time. I've griped about this a few weeks ago, and he would he was missing his guys. I was like, dude, just throw the ball normal. Like, you could do that when it's necessary. That was not necessary there. Just throw the ball. Like, I'm not even a Chiefs fan, and I low-key kind of root for the Chiefs a little bit just because they're fun to watch. But... He, I was just like, Mahomes, just especially too because uh, Tyreek Hill's on my fantasy team and there was a few where Tyreek was wide open and he just missed him. And I was like, dude, throw it normal. Why are you freaking doing these little freaking underhand lollipop throws? It's too flashy. It is. It is. My issue with Patrick Mahomes, Jason. Okay. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, we are saying, is worse than Patrick Mahomes. I want to say worse. Different. He's different. Not yes. the future of the NFL, like I said. Mm-hmm. I think Patrick Mahomes is a product of his environment. Yeah, he's got a lot of uh, weapons around him. Matt Moore looked great. Yeah, he looked good. In Patrick Mahomes' absence. Yeah. I think He still didn't look like Patrick Mahomes, though. He didn't. Pat, don't get me wrong. Patrick Mahomes has talent. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's this otherworldly talent that everyone's saying he is, though. I think when you get Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and all the other That's weapons. <laughs> all that he has now, though. Samuel, he has Sammy Watkins. Yeah, 
he's not the great quarterback everyone is saying he is. I think you put Deshaun Watson on that team or Lamar Jackson, and they outperform Mahomes. Oh, I don't know about Lamar Jackson. Ten times Jackson. out of ten. I don't know about Lamar Jackson. That Ravens offense is like made for Lamar Jackson. That power <laughs> run offense. Um, I could see Deshaun, but I don't know. Mahomes makes throws no one else makes, and I don't know. He's a product of his environment, but so is Tom Brady. Oh, and you know I'm fine with that take. <laughs> I 100% <laughs> but agree But he's with still that. the GOAT. Debatable. Uh, Ty, how can Drew Brees be the GOAT if he's never won an MVP? He's never been the best player in one season. How can he be he's the best of all robbed, time? He's been robbed, goddammit. <laughs> Absolutely robbed. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the Titans just won that uh, one in heartbreaking fashion for the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs were up five, went to kick a field goal to go up eight, and I was like, oh, my bet might cover it. Chiefs minus five and a half. The holder messes up the hold and then, like, just chucks it away. It gets intentional grounding. Titans drive down the field, score, go ahead by three. Chiefs then drive down the field and get in field goal range, and it was blocked, was it? It was a blocked field blocked goal. Blocked field goal. So both of the times, the kicker didn't even get a chance. And I was rooting for it, too, because I wanted the field goal to go in, and I wanted the Chiefs to win in overtime by six because the bet was five and a half. But it didn't happen. It, did. it was wild to watch. I was... Honestly, like, I didn't really care about the bet because it was kind of, you know, it's like, I don't really have money on it. Like, it's cool for bragging rights. But if I would have actually had money on that game, tie, Ooh, heart would have been impounded. It would have, dude. It would have, especially because I won the other two of the week. It would have been like the the parlay I had in Vegas for my birthday when I came up half a point short of $400 on a line that I <laughs> thought was lower than it was. Yeah, that was a fucking wild game, though. But people I, who had money on that game were shitting themselves. I will say, my ED... Not my ED, my we'll watch out for that guy guy that we came from this game, Ty. Let me hear him. It's a man named Ryan Tannehill. Oh! You look at the stats and it's not that impressive. 13 for 19, 181 yards, two touchdowns. Okay. But you know what he did? He drove down the field when his team needed him. He scored that touchdown. He drove down the field quick. I don't know if you were watching when he ran the ball. He, like, scrambled and ran. He legitimately looked fast as hell. I was like, I didn't know Ryan Tannehill could move like that. Really? Like, he looked fast. I don't know if it was just the cameraman was, like, Making him look faster than he was. I don't know. But he scrambled for like 20 yards or something. He looked fast. Made a good throw. The Titans are 3-1 and one with him under center. Some are saying reminiscent of Teddy B. Just a backup quarterback controlling the game. I mean, everyone's been like, this is the year T- Ryan Tannehill breaks out. This is the year. This is the year. And this might finally actually be the year, Ty. <coughs> I don't think he breaks out. I don't think he has the talent to break out. But I think he's good enough. I think you should watch out for him because I think he could. I think he's a bottom 10 starting quarterback. He's in his one, two, three, four, five, six. He's in his seventh year. The seventh year bump, I think it was called. Is that what it was called? <laughs> I don't know. It's something absurd. I think is a seventh year bump or a sixth year bump. Might be eight year bump. Seventh year bump. The seventh seven year itch. Oh. The seven year inch itch is a psychological. You might want to see a doctor if it's supposed to be a bump and it itches. The seven year itch is a psychological term that suggests that happiness in a relationship declines after around year seven of marriage. Oh shit. That's why you just don't ever get married. <laughs> you know what? He was, it's the reverse. He was unhappy in the NFL. He didn't, uh, oh, uh, whatever. He was, you know, he was unhappy and now it's flipped. Now he's happy again. His marriage with the NFL is happy. So you just got to power through the seventh. So it's or, okay to get married is what you're saying. Or, or, or is, I don't know if he's married, but we'll just say he's been married for exactly seven years and maybe they're he, doubling up. Well, I'm saying now he doesn't like his wife anymore. So he's focusing Full, solely on football and Ooh. not on his wife. Bad home life equals good work life. Yes, exactly, Ty. I mean, prove I us wrong. I don't know if he's married. Does Ryan Tannehill seem like someone who'd be married? 
He seems like a guy who gets drafted and gets married. Yeah, I could see that. With Ryan Tannehill wife. Lauren Tan Married 2012? Is that the year he came in the league? Holy shit, Jason. 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. Oh, yep. <laughs> Watch out for that divorce papers. <laughs> he's not happy at home. Now he's doing good on the football field. That's all that matters. That's a deep dive. <laughs> that is a real unintentional deep dive. <laughs> We just figured out Ryan Tannehill and why he's successful. <laughs> All right. What's the next game, Ty? Uh, Bills-Browns. We kind of touched on it. Uh, the Browns actually won, and they did everything in this game to not win it. Yeah. I. Freddie Kitchens is just terrible, man. He's, he's so atrocious. bad. You got to feel bad for Baker. I do, but hey, they're down us. Or whatever he says in all his pre- press conferences. I just... Dude, there was two drives where they were within the five-yard line. And, like, I feel like every time I see the Browns in the red zone, it's like, oh, welcome back to the Browns. They're they're within five yards. Let's see them try to score. And then it's four plays of just terrible play calling, and they no. don't get it. No what? It was, like, eight plays. Well, the first time, yeah, he, they got three and then a penalty and then three more plus the fourth down. So, yeah, it's seven tries within, like, four yards. They were on the one-yard line and got stuffed eight plays in a row because they <laughs> went for it on fourth down. Yeah. Got stuffed eight plays in a row at the I th- goal I line. I thought it was seven because I thought they got the penalty on third down, and then they went for it Dude, on the I think there was two fourth. penalties. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. It was bad, though. Absolute shit show. And I, they still won. Well, because the Bills are pretenders. We've been over this. But the Bills had the game-tying field goal attempt, and they just missed it. So, Stephen Hoshka. No. They should have won that game. Cleveland got lucky. I mean, what did they, what, what did they finish with? Are they going to get hot? No, I they're the most just mediocre team there is this year. I think their talent is good, but their coaching is garbage. So it just balances out to like a eight and eight, seven and nine team. Oh, seven maybe like six and ten. I think they can pull a seven and nine out of their ass. Yeah, I'd have to look at the rest of their schedule. They're just so <clears throat> and the, they've beaten the Bills, the Ravens, and who's the other team they've beaten? Are all three teams they've beaten good? Great question. Bills Ravens and the oh, the Jets. Not all three teams are good. Cardinals Buccaneers tie. Bruce Arians revenge game. This was our head to head bet that we made. Oh, the team I chose won, but they didn't cover. You don't bet the team, you bet the number, baby. And I bet Arizona four and a half. And if we were, if we, you know, go back in time to last week when we recorded the podcast, I'm pretty sure I said Arizona's a team that always stays in games, they don't lose by a lot. If we go back in the podcast, I told Arizona myself six and two against the spread. I remember saying that. You did say that. They're now seven and two. I remember I told myself I was like, "Oh, this is going to be a good back and forth game," and like I was just arguing for it being a back and forth game, and I was like, and then somehow the Buccaneers are going to pull away, and I just made <laughs> up some bullshit at the end to convince myself, and that's a problem. And I had a down week. Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably why. I don't want to talk about Cardinals. It. Almost won too. They were up, and then Jameis Winston actually drove down the field and scored. That was a good game. Kyler Murray, fucking 324, three touchdowns. He threw a dart to uh, freaking Christian Kirk. I lost in fantasy this week because the guy I played had fucking Christian Kirk of all people. That was the most random fucking person. Yeah, and he had 138 yards and three touchdowns. I don't think he had a touchdown all year. Why would you start Christian Kirk in fantasy? Some Somehow, somewhere, they knew he was going to have a big game. Why would you start? I think you need to invest that guy for uh, internal information. He, he should have been the wall watch out for that guy. We missed him. Oh, big time. Honorable mention, we'll watch out for that guy. Christian Kirk, six receptions, 138 yards, three touchdowns. He had 
329 yards before this game with zero touchdowns. Why would you start him in fantasy? I don't know, but they did it. And, and it I lost. Out. It paid. They they took a gamble on him. It's like Marvin Jones a few weeks ago when I benched him and he did this exact same thing. I just, oh man, I can't be ass in fantasy. I just suck, man. Yep. I'm just a loser. Yep. <laughs> I'm not going to argue. Uh, Lions, Bears, I didn't see like any of this game, mostly because they didn't score for most of the game. I, the Bears won. They're still not good. Mitch Trubisky had a very um, misleading three touchdown game where he didn't throw any interceptions and you're like, oh, maybe he's okay. Only threw for 173. Yeah, it was misleading as the Bears fans like, oh, he did. He managed the game, but I was watching. I the things I did see, it's like, oh, here's Mitch Trubisky overthrowing another receiver. Oh, here's Mitch Trubisky doing this. He's not very good. They're not a good team. They're not going to make the playoffs. They beat the Lions, who also probably aren't a good team. No, I think the Lions were uh, early season pretenders. They were a team that I bought heavily on sucking, and you did too. And then they, they won some games. They almost beat the Chiefs. And it's like, oh, maybe they're actually the team that we thought sucked. That's pretty good. Nope. They were pretenders. Also, uh, Matthew Stafford, broken back. Oh, wow. I didn't know it was that bad. Some shit like that. Who's the team that we thought was bad before the year began who were good? Well, I'll tell you, a team is on a two-game winning streak. The Colts? Oh, my God. The Dolphins? <laughs> the Dolphins just can't tank. I would say it's the Raiders. I'd say the Raiders are probably the um, – I mean, they're 5-5, five and five, and I don't. Th- I think if you would have asked – if I would have asked you before the year what how many wins did the Raiders finish with, you probably would have said five. Honestly, I think – Or the Bills, but the Bills – I would say the Packers. I didn't expect the Packers to be good this year. I didn't expect them to be bad, though. I don't know. I feel like the Packers might kind of dwindle down, too, late in the season. They lost to the Chargers. I mean, that's a bad sign. That is a bad sign. It's a terrible sign. But, yeah. The Dolphins have won two in a row. I don't know how they won this game. I didn't watch any of this game. Third string quarterback. Well, yeah, I know Brian Hoyer was in. So, well, technically he's only second string now, Ty, because Andrew Luck's retired. We don't count him as a string. Jacoby Brissett's <laughs> a starter. Okay. We're shifting up the depth chart. You're right. Jacoby That's my Brissett's bad. actually pretty decent. He is a decent starter. I'd say he's probably like, I think him and Teddy B are like similar levels. I think Teddy B is the slightly better Jacoby Brissett. Is okay. that fair? I might I would give the edge to Kobe Brissett even. Oh really? Slightly. I, I Teddy B was putting up like Pro Bowl numbers when he was starting. For us this year? Yeah. He was managing the game. He wasn't putting up oh, Pro Bowl numbers. I gotta I gotta read you a stat now, Ty. I gotta go through my articles and find this stat. I don't think he threw for three hundred yards one time. I'll, I gotta find you this stat, man. He might have. He he did good, don't get me wrong. I don't think he was throwing up all pro numbers though. Not all pro. Pro Bowl. Whatever. <laughs> Let's see. I think it's in this article right here, Ty. Teddy Bridgewater. In his five starts, so not counting the game he came in as a sub, Bridgewater put up a pace that would have resulted in 3,856 passing yards and 28 touchdowns over 16 games with the 67.7 completion percentage. Only eight quarterbacks in the NFL last season had had those numbers, and one of them retired, Andrew Luck. I forgot the other seven, but they were all good. I'm sure. So just saying. Teddy B. That was gonna, misleading. He's going to get a contract. How is that misleading? That's the facts. That's the numbers. It's misleading. What's misleading about it? He had some 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 fluffy games that bumped those stats up. He was not playing like a pro bowler. Mm. He was playing good. I think Teddy B. Teddy B Don't was a pro bowler before he got hurt. Don't get me wrong. If Drew Brees gets hurt, I feel comfortable with him still being quarterback for us. 
He was a pro bowler before he got hurt. But I view him as like a Joe Flacco when the Baltimore Ravens won the Super Bowl. That kind of quarterback for us. Just a guy back there who isn't going to make mistakes. Well, think about it. He did that without having Alvin Kamara and Jared Cook for like one or two games. Pretty good. Also has the best wide receiver on the face of the earth right now. Best numbers right wise. Now? Best numbers wise. But if you put Julio in that offense and he was the only option, would Julio have the same stats? Probably. Right now. Numbers, yes. Julio got locked down by Marshawn Lattimore. Numbers, yes. Everyone gets locked down by Marshawn Lattimore. Not really. Mike Evans? Literally had zero yards. <laughs> you did get locked down. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Thomas is the best fucking wide receiver on the face of the earth. Uh, Teddy B, a backup quarterback. Made him look amazing. Were we having a we Pro having... Bowl quarterback? Okay, you know what, Jay? <laughs> Neither of our quarterbacks have any MVPs. Julio has an MVP quarterback. There you go. <laughs> Flip your argument on you. <laughs> I texted Ty saying, "I just yesterday after the Saints loss, just so, like rudely, I just realized Matt Ryan had more MVPs than Drew Brees." <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what other games do we got, Jay? Panthers, Packers. I thought the Panthers were actually going to beat the Packers. I really did. Um, not a great game by Rodgers again. Kind of falling out of MVP yeah, conversation. Yeah, I think he's out of it now. Unless, well, he can always come back, but as of now, he's out of it. It was snowing. I don't blame him. Yeah, it's a snow game. But uh, I thought the Panthers were going to run all over him. I thought, because there was like, I don't know, I know there was like all the advanced metrics that said they were going to run all over him, and they obviously have McCaffrey with it being a snow game. And then I just haven't realized how good Aaron Jones is. I guess he's really good. Really? Yeah, he's got like a lot of touchdowns. He's got eleven rushing touchdowns. Three. Tight. Yeah, he's oh, got shit. He's got eleven on the season. Yeah, he's got eleven rushing That's why touchdowns. Good. Yeah, stop giving Aaron Rodgers all the fucking credit. He don't deserve it. Fourteen total touchdowns this year. One receiving, or three receiving. Yeah, in ten games, that's pretty good. That's one hell of a pace. Yeah, he's gonna have more than twenty touchdowns in a year. Maybe he'll even get twenty-five. But I'll be, I'll be damned. Yeah, didn't know Aaron Jones was that good. That's yeah. That's why Rodgers is good though. He finally has like a running game. When has Rodgers ever had a running game? Maybe when they won the Super Bowl. I don't remember who the running back was. Do you? I don't either. That was prime Rodgers though. He could have carried it. He's not prime anymore. Yeah, and that's why they've been so bad recently. Is because they never have a running game. But they lost to the Chargers, so they're pretenders. They'll lose to the Saints in the playoffs. Don't Goddamn. you worry. Goddamn right. I want to bet on the Saints to win the Super Bowl. That you way, do it. That, like do a lot of now. money, like a thousand dollars. Do it now. That way. I could celebrate with you, and I'm not just... That would be fucking great. I'm not just sitting there like, fuck, I hate Tyler. <laughs> His team won the Super Bowl. I'd be like, Tyler, I just won six grand. <laughs> um, moving on, Jay, Rams, Steelers. I think the Rams have the Dun... No, I don't think. The Rams have the Dun chain. They're still 5-4. and four. I'm giving the 5-4 and four Rams the Dun chain. And I made the argument two weeks ago that they would come back and win the FC- NFC West. They needed to win games like this to win the NFC West. They didn't. Ben, I know you're listening because you're a new listener. Your team's got the done chain, Ben. I don't know what happened. I bet on them. I lost again. You it's you know why? Because I thought about betting on them, and I didn't, and you stole it from me. That's why they lost. That's exactly why they lost. I don't know. They, they just pissed me off, dude. The Patriots broke the fucking Rams. Okay, so they're 5-4. and four. Listen to their remaining schedule. They got the Bears. Well, the Bears aren't a good team, but they have Neither a good defense. Are the yeah, they have a good defense, and Jared Goff is not much better than Mitch Trubisky right now. So that game could really go either way. Honestly, that's going to be a that's going to be an ugly game to watch. I'm telling you now, Ty. Yep. They, or it's going to be like 80 combined points. <laughs> There's no in between. 
And then they got the Ravens. Okay. Monday night. Monday night. MVP Lamar Jackson. It's going to be a good game. Yeah. Cardinals, who are frisky. The Cardinals could shock them. I mean, Kyler Murray's having a good season. They got the Seahawks, who beat them earlier. Granted, they shouldn't have, but that's a tough game. Is that a primetime game? Yes. Got to watch out for Russell Wilson primetime. He's one of the best quarterbacks in primetime over the past however many years. They got Dallas at home, which, again, Dallas is my Carolina Reaper team, but they're they're not a bad team. They're frisky at home. Then they got the Niners at home. And mm, undefeated and, in San Francisco, and then they got the Cardinals again. So they got e- one tough fucking schedule. Even if we assume they beat the Cardinals and the Bears, just assume they still have four tough games that could go fifty fifty. They lose two of those. That's nine and seven. Nine and seven ain't cutting in the NFC. I think it might though. Have you looked at the dude? The NFC is stacked. I think it might though. You figure you got the Vikings. So the Seahawks at seven and two. Holy shit! I forgot the Vikings were in the same fucking division as Packers. Okay, yeah. So they have to be I'm better than the seven and two Seahawks and the seven and three Vikings, and out and do better than the Panthers, who are five and four, and the Eagles or the Cowboys, who are both five and four. Which I don't think. I think only one team comes from that division, but it's going to be tough, man. They have to. They pretty much have to win out. I think, honestly. That's tough. And they need the Seahawks to lose today, and I think they're winning or they're tied. That's real tough. Seahawks are currently, when you're listening to this, you know if the Seahawks won is currently 21-21 in the fourth quarter with three minutes and 30 seconds left, Ty. That's a good game. Who do you think is going to win? I think it's going to be the Seahawks without watching a minute of this game. I love me some Russell Wilson, so I'm fine with that. He's on my fantasy team, and of course he's not having a great game. 16 for 21, 142 yards and a touchdown. Hey, maybe he goes the fuck off on a fourth minute, fourth quarter drive. Two minute drive. Yeah, it just gets all at like eighty yards. That's still not great. But <laughs> uh, so yeah, Rams get the Dun Chain. I, you know what, Ty? I'm gonna bring a new. Uh, I'm, I'm doing something else. So we got our Carolina Reaper teams. Okay. I just genuinely, which we'll talk about in a second. I genuinely think there's no threat of, you know, the Cowboys winning anything. So I will say, if the Rams make the playoffs, just make the playoffs, I will run a mile in my underwear. That's Outside. absurd. That's absurd. But okay, I will do it. I just like having stakes. I that's absurd. I'm not gonna make that. Would bet. you like to have a team as well? I wouldn't. Uh, the Dolphins. Oh, you're no fun. I'm not gonna do that. Why? That's absurd. What's absurd about it? That is, they so easily. I mean, they have a tough schedule, but they so easily can make the, the fucking playoffs. Do you want like the Titans or something? <laughs> I'm good. Hard pass. Oh, you're no fun, Ty. You'll eat a Carolina Reaper, but you won't run a mile in your underwear. I. That's just absurd. I'm not going to say a team's not going to make the playoffs because literally 90% of the teams in the NFL can make the playoffs. But they're not. They got the Dun Chain. Once you get the Jason Dun Chain, it never comes off, and it's unless you, you never the make the playoffs. Or you win the next week. <laughs> literally, the only thing is you just have to have a win after you get the Dun Chain, and you're fine. <laughs> That's what it is. The Dun the the Chargers just got the temporary Dun Chain when I put it on them, it's but like then, a little plastic one. You're getting their actual one engraved. But then they won, so I was like, okay, I got to take it back. And then they lost again, so now they got the plastic one again. So if they lose to the Chiefs, then they get the real one. And it's like, all right, you're done, done. Temporary Dun Chain. Ray, the Rams got the Dun Dun Chain though. Dun Dun. They're Dun Dun. They're not making the playoffs. Not with that <laughs> shitty quarterback. <laughs> all right, Jay. Vikings Cowboys are Carolina Reaper teams, and your Carolina Reaper team came out victorious. Now. My team won, which is exactly what I want to see. Why? Because they're the most overhyped team in football. And I'm fine with that. They're going to beat the Cowboys. They're going to go to the playoffs and get shit pumped. Are you worried at all? Literally 0%. That the Vikings are 7-3. and three. Literally 0%. There's no way the fucking Vikings win the Super Bowl. <laughs> what if they catch fire? They got the passing. They, they have all the talent to. 
They got the running back. They got the receiving corpse. They got a good tight end. Zero percent chance they win the Super Bowl. After this game, I give the Cowboys a better chance of winning the Super Bowl. I'd be scared if I were you. I'm not. I'm I'm not not worried about the Cowboys. I'm one thing. I'm worried about the Cow. This could very well be a. uh, This could very well be a first round matchup. Cowboys would, if they win the division, would be the fourth seed. Which would be real unfortunate, Jay, because you're not going to beat a team twice. And Minnesota, right now, is slated to be the sixth seed, depending on how Seattle works out, because we know the Rams aren't in play. And yeah, this could be the first round of the playoffs matchup. Oh, jeez. Damn well, could be. Table. That'd be an exciting one. Yeah, I'd be rooting for the Vikings, obviously. And then they beat the they beat the Cowboys, so they'd be the sixth seed. So then they go play the one seed, one seed 49ers, who, even if they go 16-0 and in the regular season, they're pretenders. <laughs> <laughs> there are Minnesota twins, Ty. I don't know if you agreed with me on that before, but... I don't. I don't agree with you at I'm all. N- I'm not taking them serious. I think they're a goddamn good team. Until I see Jimmy G ho- hosting, hoisting the Lombardi Trophy, I will not take him serious. How fun would a Jimmy G, Tom Brady, Super Bowl appear? If I'm being completely honest, and this isn't even to make you happy, this is from a pure fan standpoint, I'd much rather see Breeze Brady. I would too. Well, I, obviously, you would. It'd be, it'd be great. But I think seeing the backup quarterback that they traded away face their starting quarterback that'd be cool that'd be a fun little conversation going on there i think the 49ers get shit pumped if that happens because belichick has all the tape on garoppolo man i'd love to see breeze brady it'd be so great because you know like manning and brady had like that rivalry and breeze the whole time was just kind of like hey guys don't forget about me (laughs) (laughs) that'd be awesome it'd be a great super bowl it'd be fun and then anyway so hold on hold on that needs to happen because all the conversations about brady manning yeah. Be a real shame if Breeze beat both of them in the Super Bowl. That, oh, that's that would a be good, a conversation starter. That that is a conversation starter. I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm rooting for the Patriots. Would he be? He would. Russell will. Russell Wilson couldn't do it. I was about to say, would he be the only quarterback to beat them both in the Super Bowl? Russell Wilson beat Peyton Manning, but he didn't beat Tom Brady because they threw on the one yard line. Couldn't do it. So they're gonna absolutely should have. <laughs> they're gonna <laughs> you run with fucking Marshawn Lynch on the one yard line. They're going to beat the pretending Niners, and they're going to go to the NFC Championship game against your team, and then your offensive line is going to shit the bed again, and Nick Bosa is going to – Oh, wait, no, Nick Bosa is not game. on the Vikings. Nope. Mini, Mini, Minneapolis Miracle 2.0. Yeah, uh, there's literally zero chance the Vikings beat, a, beat us in the playoffs. So the bet, you, there's no way we let them even it's get the bet, win the when the Our Carolina teams are win, win the, the Super Bowl. I was going to say – how double heartbreaking would that be make if it was just Super make Bowl. the Super Bowl? Your team loses to the Vikings, and you have to eat a Carolina Reaper. <laughs> that would be tough, but it's not going to happen. There's no chance. Dude, they look pretty good. Dalvin Cook's electric, man. He's electric. Again, they have all the talent and every reason in the world that they should win, which means they're not going to. I don't know. We're talking about Breeze, Breeze Brady as like this great Super Bowl. We might get Cousins. Garoppolo. No, never mind. Cousins, uh, who's a shitty... Cousins car. <laughs> There's no way the fucking Raiders make it. Are you kidding me? Cousins, uh, Mason Rudolph. The Steelers get hot somehow. <laughs> the Bills get a cheeky win against the Patriots in the playoffs. Oh, my God. That'd be terrible. That'd be a nightmare. The Minnesota Vikings versus the Buffalo Bills. That would be the most boring Super Bowl. I wouldn't watch It'd it. It'd probably be electric because it's too... They'd probably just score a lot of points or something. No, I just wouldn't watch it. No, it probably yeah, you would be better. I mean, it's better. It can no, anything's <laughs> better Patriots than this last Rams. Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ty. So uh, 
gambling picks. I already said I did two. I went two and one last week. What did you go? One and two. One and two. Okay, it was a it? down week for me. Oh Jesus Christ! How's it feel to finally still lose? To very me? far. This behind is just me on the, the year. start of a comeback train. Very far behind me. You're on the year. lucky the Chiefs didn't hit. Jason, yeah. What's Good. the season record? Do you not have it? I don't. Because you didn't make the graphic. This I'm week. eight and four. You are. I I don't know how reliable you are with this information. <laughs> you are not eight and four. Jason, you won last week. While I look up our records, you want me you to go, go first? You go ahead and decide. Because you won. It is your choice. Well, I was three and six heading into week nine. I don't know how I did in week nine. So you are now. But that was three and six heading into week nine. So you have to add week nine and then this week as well. Because. Ah, fuck me, man. Yeah, you're going to have to. This is what happens when I fall behind. Yeah. Here, let's just let's just work this you out. Went, you went one listener. of three again, so you went four what? and seven, four and eight. So I was four and eight. So, so now I'm you're six five, and nine. Six and nine. Sixty nine, baby. And I was seven and two. I went three two and one. And so I was nine and three. Two and one. Yeah, yeah. And so nine now and I am ten and five. That's not bad. Six and nine. That's not bad at all. Six and nine and ten and five. You want me to go first? It's, again, you won. You get to decide who gets first pick. Okay, I'll get first pick because I kind of want to steal one from you. I think you're going to pick this one. It's not even my first overall pick, but I'm picking it so you can't have it. I am betting on the New Orleans Saints minus five and a half. With a fiery passion, you piece (laughs) of shit. There's no way they're not beating the Bucs by six points. Oh, they just got fucking blown out by the Falcons. They're going in division again. They are fucking dominating the Buccaneers this game. Wait, wait. I'm talking if this spread was 21 points, I'd still bet the Saints. Are you saying you hate me because I stole it? Or are you saying I you hate me because I just cursed your team by picking them? No, this is going to be... You get one win a week. This is going to be the one. <laughs> I, there's no fucking doubt in my mind. Yeah. I don't have a doubt either. Fuck you. If I can get the Saints a five and a half point favorite to the Buccaneers, I'll take that every time. And even if I lose, I'll be happy. Just like what I said about the Jets and the Dolphins. If I lose... You know what? Who could have seen it coming? Not me. New Orleans minus five and a half time. Who do you got? You're a terrible person. Jason. Do you want to just bet against me and go Tampa Bay plus five and a half? No, no, I do not. Bet the number, not the team. Jason, I'm going to go. We were just talking about it. Yep. We were saying Brady and Breeze in the Super Bowl. I'm taking Tom Brady this week. Oh, that game scared me. Minus I stayed away. Three and a half. Are they playing someone good, like the Texans, is it? The Eagles at home. Oh, that scares me, though. Jason, but there's Tom no way. Tom Brady revenge game on the Eagles. There's no way they let the Eagles beat them again. I want to clip this. I need to actually remember this. That way, if they do win, I can just throw it in there. Really? Because I'll go back and clip the Chargers talk you had. <laughs> we really going to go on a clip off? <laughs> I'm taking New England, minus three and a half, Jason. <laughs> that game scared me. Okay. I don't remember. I have my lines up, but I don't have who they're playing, so I don't remember how good of... I did the exact same thing. Bets these are. So next week is week 11. Okay. Again, the logic is the same for me. They're pretenders, but I'm going with them anyways, Ty. If you can get a team over the Miami Dolphins that's only five and a half point favorites, <laughs> you bet it every time. Buffalo playing? Bills minus five and a half against the Miami Dolphins. I bet the other side of this game, I bet Dolphins plus... Think think about this, Ty. This line last time they played was plus seventeen or plus sixteen, whatever it was. Now it's five and a half. 
I'm going to go 2-0 and by betting both sides. I Bills mean, are going to win by a solid 10 points. 27-17. I don't hate it. I didn't see it. I don't agree with it, but I don't hate it. 27-17. Jason, There's no way. Think about it this way, Ty. There is no way the Dolphins are winning three games in a row. There's no way. They might. They're rattling some off. I think they've abandoned tanking. There's no way. A tanking team doesn't win two in a row, Jay. There's no way. A tanking team doesn't win two in a row, Jay. If the Dolphins win three in a row, I will swim with a Dolphin. That'd be fucking cool. (laughs) That's not even like a a risk. That's (laughs) a reward. (laughs) All right, Jason. I'm taking a pretender in its own right. Okay. A team who has all the talent in the world. A team who could be making me eat a fiery pepper. Oh, okay. I'm going the other side of that. Denver plus 10.5. Against the Minnesota Vikings? Yep. Denver's a stay away from me now. I, I feel like every time I bet them, they just do the reverse. I have confidence in them, and they shit the bed. Then I don't have confidence in them, and they fucking dominate. So I just stay away from them now. See, my logic is the Vikings just had a big win against the Cowboys. Yeah. As far as playoff implications. They're going to take it easy this week, and I think Denver has a good enough defense to Keep it lose by a touchdown. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I do have these thoughts every single week I watch football. So we look at lines like this, like plus 10.5. And, and like if you're betting the Vikings, you think, like, there's no way the Vikings are close in this game. But then you actually watch football on Sunday, and every single game is close, and you're like, oh, yeah. like Even bad teams are good. It's, look at the Falcons. Yeah. yeah. Any, any, any given week. Any given Sunday. I'm going with an underdog for my third and final pick. There's two underdogs I have circled here. I'm going to go with uh, the one that is playing on Sunday night. Okay. I am doubling down on the take that the Los Angeles Rams have the done chain. I am going with the Chicago Bears on the road, plus seven against the Los Angeles Rams. Mm. Plus seven. If you could give me the Bears seven points against the Rams. I know Mitch Trubisky's bad, but so is Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff's better than Mitch Trubisky. But that offensive line is terrible, and Khalil Mack's going to be in his face all game. There's no way way the Rams score enough points to beat the Bears by more than seven. I'll take a push. If it's 21 to 14, that's a push. Doesn't matter by me. And what will happen is I'll lose because, like, a Bears kicker will miss an extra point, and they'll lose by eight. I think if you give me Khalil Mack at one and a half sacks in this game, I take the under. Really? I think he's expected to go off. Which means he's not going to do shit. I feel like he hasn't really done much this year. I haven't heard much of Khalil Mack talk. Have you? I think the Bears are just terrible, so they don't care anymore. <laughs> when they're this great team being led by their defense, he was the fucking captain of their defense. Now they're whatever. So isn't that isn't it funny how much narratives can change? Because when the Khalil Mack trade happened, and I'm pretty sure we said it on the podcast before this season, it was like the Raiders are fucking idiots, blah, blah, blah. Now the Raiders got a really good running back with that pick, Josh Jacobs, who's like the rookie of the year leader. And Khalil Mack's not having that good of a season, and the Bears are terrible. In their win-now mode, they're kind of fucked because they didn't get a draft pick last year. Yeah, the Bears are a shit show. I will, like, who, in reflection now, and I still think you have to give trades, like, three years to really grade them. Who do you think right now is the winner of that trade? The Bears. Still the Bears? Yeah. Just because the Raiders still haven't used some of the draft picks. (laughs) Well, they got Josh Jacobs, and the Bears didn't have a pick. And then there's, uh, I don't know, man. If the Bears, I don't know. It's it's close. I think even if Cleo Mack's having a down year, he's a once-in-a-generation talent. Yeah. And I think if you can get him, no matter how many draft picks, what are the chances you're going to draft a guy with the equal value as, as you know he had? Yeah, that's true. And I true. think they make the field goal last year in the playoffs and they don't get the double doink. 
<laughs> he carried them into a deep playoff drive, <laughs> playoff run. Yeah, but he's so, not. I mean, I don't know. He's just not doing that good this year. I feel it's a lot better for the Raiders. At least that's what I'm saying. It's a lot better trade for the Raiders than it initially was. It, yeah, it's definitely because they didn't want to pay him. Yeah. So another trade. I was because everyone gives the Bears shit for uh, the Mitchell Trubisky. How they traded up in the draft with the 49ers, mm-hmm. and they also and then they didn't draft Mahomes or Watson. I don't know if you saw my tweet, but I looked it up, and the Bears actually traded more to move up one spot to draft Mitchell Trubisky than the 49ers traded to get Jimmy G. Really? So we could just throw Jimmy G in that conversation now to piss off Bears fans. <laughs> like, not only did you pass on Mahomes and uh, and Watson, you traded more for Mitchell Trubisky than the team you traded with traded for their quarterback, who is 50 times better than your quarterback. Not even a competition. It's not. Who's your third and final team, Ty? My third and final team, Jason. I'm taking an underdog here. Okay, that's what I did. You also you already took an underdog, but let's take another. But it's literally a one point underdog, and it's basically oh, money line. Those are scary. Yeah, I'm taking the New York Jets over the Washington Redskins. I almost I wanted to take that too. I think the Washington Redskins are a terrible fucking team, and I think the Jets are terrible, but slightly better. And I think they can win that game. Yeah, the Jets have talent. They have you know they have Darnold's decent. He's still young. Le'Veon Bell is still Le'Veon Bell, even though he's been shit in the bed. But, and then they have a really good linebacker and safety. They have Jamal Adams and, um, what is it, C.J. Mosley. So they, they can make stuff happen. I feel like Washington's been like the sneaky worst team in the league all year. I think the Bengals have been the worst team in the year. Sneaky worst team. I feel like everyone knows the Bengals are shit. I feel like people forget how bad the Redskins are. At least I do. <laughs> See, it's the opposite for me. I'm always like, wow, the Redskins are fucking terrible. I forget about the Bengals. Well, but they're right there. That's just I'm an AFC fan, so I remember about the Bengals. You're an NFC fan, so you remember about the Redskins. That makes sense. That's all it is. And the thing is, the Redskins are fucking terrible. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I wanted to take that too, but... And I think the Jets have enough talent to win this game. They just got to win by one. One for a push. Oh, yeah, just give me a push even. Oh, no, they're underdogs. Oh, shit. They could lose by one. They could tie. They could tie. And you'd win Jason, the bet. They could tie. <laughs> they're equally shitty teams. Yeah. So I'm fine with it. 82% of the public is betting the Jets on that one. They're smart. That line's going to move. I guarantee by the time this game starts, the Jets are going to be like a point and a half favorites. But it doesn't matter. We're recording it now. <laughs> would you it. take the Jets if they were 1.5 favorites? Oh, that would be tougher. I think I probably still would. I would too. I kind of ignore it. I'm just taking money line basically. <laughs> the fourth team I was going to take if you stole one of mine was Arizona plus 13.5 against the um, San Francisco 49ers. It was a close game How last much? time. Plus 13.5. Okay. It was a close game last time, and I just feel like it will be a close game again. Arizona, 7-2 against the spread this year. <laughs> Didn't let me down last week, but I'm not betting them. So. My uh, honorable mention was Dallas, minus three. Who do they play? The Lions. Yeah. Yeah, that's especially with Injured the Lions quarterback. not having their quarterback. I bet you in Vegas that line's not even. Which is, I don't know what the fuck. 85% of the public is betting the Lions right now on that. That's three-point favorites over the Cowboys. Yeah, that must be only like 10 people or something. I don't know. But that's fucking crazy. Wow, a better in Las Vegas. Sorry, this is totally off topic. This was on the Action Network. Uh, Darren Ravel posted it. A better will turn $2 into twenty-one k if the Seahawks win on Monday Night Football. How the fuck? He bet a nine-team money line parlay. Browns over Bills, Bucks over Cardinals, Falcons over Saints. Wow, that's bold. Jets over Giants, Bears over Lions, Titans over Chiefs, Dolphins over Colts, Vikings over Cowboys, Seahawks over 49ers. Well, they're in overtime right now, Jay. End of regulation, 24-24. Dude, that guy is shitting his pants. That's fucking wild. 
Can you imagine betting $2 and having a chance to win $20,987.04 and then it coming just short in overtime? How – oh, dude, how how upset, depressed, I wonder how they got to overtime. I wonder if it was like a like a they stopped the Falcon or the Seahawks from scoring because I know they were right there. Oh man, how would you feel, Ty? I'd be losing my shit. How would you feel if it lost? Though I'm saying you came that close. You did a nine. You just threw two dollars. Heartbreak. You were just like this is for fun. I have fifty dollars in my account. Let's just throw two dollars on it. It's like a lottery scratcher, and then you get this close. Absolute heartbreak. Dude, that would be brutal, man. I lost $400. Well, I didn't lose $400. I lost out on $400, and I was wanted to cry. Didn't talk for like 45 minutes. It's unfortunate. Baseball tie. Baseball. Jason. Corey Seager is going to get traded. Probably not. I hope he doesn't. But there's one situation in which I do. Let me hear it. Okay, let me pull up my article about this. Because I just want to give you the exact right. There's been some swirling. It's, it has nothing to do with uh, Dumb Brains Francisco Lindor. <laughs> I was unnecessarily rude about Francisco Lindor. <laughs> Why, why'd you call him that? <laughs> Never heard that before. That was just an insult you made up on the spot. <laughs> trade. Include Corey Seager in a trade for someone who's kind of been in trade talks. Mookie Betts. Okay. Trade him for Mookie Betts. Where would he go? Who? Seager, Seager would go to the Red Sox. Yeah. What position? He either he or Bogarts would play second because they need a second baseman. Seager's the better defensive guy, so you can move Bogarts over to second. And oh, I know they're a shortstop, not a second baseman. A big league shortstop can play second base, damn it, easily. Um, because right now they're starting second baseman. I think is Dustin Pedroia. Seriously? So, yeah. So trade Seager to Boston. The tra- it would the trade package would have to include Jock Peterson. Jack Peterson is on an expiring deal. It gives the Red Sox a fill-in outfielder for the time being to re- just replace Betts this year. I included Kiebert Ruiz, our top catching prospect. We don't really need him anymore because Will Smith is ahead of him. And, you know, he's just he's like the third-ranked catching prospect. I included this guy named Gerardo Carrillo. I watched him play in the Quakes. He's like 23rd in our system. He throws like 100 miles an hour. He's one of those like low-ranked but highly valued guys. I think they'd probably have to include one more, maybe like a Tony Gonsolin. I would try to get this deal done without Dustin May, but how much can the Red Sox really ask for with one year left on Betts' deal? And if they're shopping him, then they're obviously making it known they don't want to extend him. I would trade Dustin May in a heartbeat for Mookie Betts. I would like if they didn't, but I would. And then after that tie, you know what the Dodgers do? What? They sign Anthony Rendon, who has been kind of rumored to the Dodgers. By you? No, I've seen it on the internet. (laughs) I actually say I've actually been saying that the Rendon rumors are bullshit because there'd be no place for him. But by trading Seager, you're making a place for him because you would move Turner to first because Turner said he would move Muncie to second and then play Lux at short. Now, do you give up? Do you give up Seager? And you said Dustin May. I would say yeah. I'm just I'm saying I wouldn't want to, but I would be okay with it. Do you give up both of them for one year bets? No, it's because under the impression in- that you extend them. So you're going to give Rendon a giant contract and extend bets to a giant contract? Okay, listen. Rendon has been, I don't know, I think I talked about this last week. Rendon has said that he doesn't want to play long, so he's going to get like a four or five-year deal for like $200 million, whatever. His AAV is going to be a lot, but it's not going to be long-term. Betts is probably going to get like a 10-year, 300 mil. That's what Machado got. I think that's safe to say he'll probably get the same. So, and the Dodgers have a lot of space, luxury tax space this year because our front office is smart and doesn't spend all the money every year, even though all Dodger fans bitch about it. Dodgers have, where's the number? Estimated $104 million in luxury tax space after the arbitration estimates by SpotRack. 
and they're usually pretty spot on. So that's 104 million this year. And then next year we have like 25 million freed up on Justin Turner. And then the year after that, we have 31 and like 26 freed up on Kenley. So you, f- you figure just freeing up those three guys pays for Rendon and Betts and then some. And then by the time Rendon's at the end of his contract, you know, you might have to overlap Bellinger and Bueller if you want to extend them. But you're leaving yourself in room by only signing Rendon to like a five-year deal. And if they go over like one year, they can afford it. They're the fucking Los Angeles Dodgers. Because you can go over it. It's just teams don't want to because you get fined. And then, listen to this lineup, Ty. I doubt this. This is like dream situation. It'll never happen. You're playing MLB The Show right now. No, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> Imagine this. Mookie Betts leading it off. I don't know where I'd bat him. I just said leading off. Justin Turner, Cody Bellinger, Anthony Rendon, Max Muncy, AJ Pollock slash Alex Verdugo in left field. Will Smith, Gavin Lux. It's a damn good lineup. Betts, Turner, Bellinger, Rendon, Muncy, top five. That'd be scary. And we'd still lose in the NLDS. I highly doubt it. Highly doubt that we'd lose? No, that this situation happens. Oh, yeah, it won't happen. I'd actually be more willing to bet they get neither than one of them. I was about to ask that. Do you think they get either one? No. I don't think Betts happens. I think Rendon actually has a sneaky possibility. Sneaky. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think it's a sneaky possibility. <sighs> Just because I feel like the Dodgers front office is going to be intrigued by that whole short term big money you know what i mean they might but i think for it to work out you're gonna have to move some of your young players which is what you've built your team around yeah or well that's why or turner get rid of turner but they want to get rid of turner yeah i doubt it but it'd be tough i mean he's obviously a good player that you're gonna want every team fucking wants him it's just the dodgers making room for him i just want garrett cole how about that we can make room for garrett cole easily sure Ryu, well, Ryu's leaving. There you go. There's your room. (laughs) (laughs) He said done. (laughs) I actually saw a report today that the Dodgers and Ryu have, like, mutual interest in reuniting. And I'm just like, you motherfuckers, you're going to pay so much money for fucking Ryu, aren't you? And that's all we're going to get, and he's going to fucking suck. That's how I feel about that. It'd be a shame if you miss the playoffs next year. There's no – well, actually, anything can happen in baseball. Injuries can happen. That's why the seven-year run is so impressive. But our team is, like, literally everyone's carrying over pretty much. And then we're going to bring in Rich Hill as our closer. <laughs> terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible idea. Such, why is that a bad idea? It's Just because he throws idea. slow? Yes. It, it's a switch up. You don't have to throw fast to come out of the bullpen. You do. Not and when you're... Have you seen Rich baseball, Hill's curveball? With today's baseball, you do have to come out of the bullpen. When, you, when we're done with this podcast, the first thing I want you to do is watch a Rich Hill compilation video. He's got the stuff. I'm sure he does, but he's old. That's okay. And he's going to get That's just we're fucking gonna, dicked on. He did good last year, and his batting average on the first time around the order is like 177. So That's when the old man gets plenty of time to stretch before the game and not having to get ready in the bullpen. He's going to – You got – just give it up. He's you know not when the Angels sign Rich Hill in the offseason because they don't get anyone else? He's going to be a great he dominates closer. for you guys? I'll say told you so. He's going to be a great closer. You ever heard of a guy named uh, guy named Greg Maddox? He transitioned from starting to closing. I don't think I have. You're kidding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think it's Greg Maddox. It's one of those Braves pitchers. I don't know which one it is. I know Adam Wainwright was a closer and became a starter. It's not Greg Maddox. What's the other one? Who the fuck do I know, Jay? The Braves, the famous, they had like three really good pitchers at the same time. Who's the other one? I feel so stupid right now. Chipper Jones. No. Did you really just say Chipper Jones? He's a famous Brave. He's a famous Brave. Um, John Smoltz. Or is it Tom Glavin? It's one of them. John Smoltz. That's right. He started uh, 
He became a closer for like four years and then went back to starting. It's going to be the Rich Hill. It's the Rich Hill path. (laughs) Rich Hill, John Smoltz, I think they're on equal levels in terms of legacy. Rich Hill's a Hall of Famer, at least in my heart. Just give it up. It'll be all right. (laughs) Just just move on. Okay. He's going to be playing somewhere else. He's going to be having a great time without the Dodgers. And it's going to be okay. I honestly think if the Dodgers don't bring him back, he'll probably just retire. He's going to get a small contract somewhere. Guaranteed. I don't know if he goes to a non-contender, though. I think it has to be a contender. I think enough teams are on the edge to where you could be like, eh, you're a contender. Maybe. Maybe, potentially. Do you want to talk about basketball at all, or do you want to hop straight into our list? I don't know what to talk about on basketball. Zion still isn't playing, so I haven't watched the season. Yeah, I was going to say our Pelicans are sucking. Um, Brandon Ingram's been going off. Fuck yeah, yes. I have seen that. We lost by six to the Rockets today. Brandon Ingram dropped. Didn't play. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why he didn't play. Load management on that Anthony Davis route. It's Kawhi. Kawhi's doing the load management. Anthony Davis was too. Maybe he is. I haven't heard. All the backlash has been about Kawhi. What do you think of load management, Ty? I think it's smart. Me too. I think every team, if you're good, are going to... you make. There's so many teams that make the fucking playoffs in the NBA. Don't kill yourself in the regular season. Me too. Why are people getting so mad of it? It's, it's the boomers. <laughs> it's like, oh, Michael Jordan played 82 games. Hmm. Michael Jordan also took like four years off. It's because he was illegal in gambling and uh, they didn't want to suspend him. The stay woke theory. <laughs> Bro, I just don't get it. So a baseball player... It's okay when they have days off. And grant, yes, the baseball season is twice as long as the NBA season. But baseball is far less physically grueling than You just stand around most of the fucking game in baseball. We're baseball guys first. But it's by far the laziest sport. Golf? That's close. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's okay for them to have an off day. But it's like, oh, if a basketball player sits 15 games a year and it's like, oh, I paid for my kids to come to this game and you didn't play. Bro, sorry. Get over it. Like, you, that's part of the risk of buying a sports ticket. What if he gets injured the game before and you bought those tickets five months ago? Are you going to still yell at him for getting injured? Yeah. You know buying the tickets ahead of time that there is a chance that you don't see him. Just like if you buy an airline ticket months in advance and you say, I don't want to protect my trip, like I do sometimes because I'm being a cheapie, you're like, well, shit. Airline's not going to feel bad for me if I'm like, oh, I got a cold. I can't fly. That's on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I have no sympathy for that. There's 82 games in a year. You can go see another one. This is off track. But Unless you're like in Charlotte and they only play there once a year. but <laughs> Kind of on track. Did you see how Drake got booed off stage? Yeah. Because they wanted uh, what Frank Ocean? Yeah, Frank Ocean. And they booed Drake off stage. I'm just going to show myself here. If the listeners didn't know, I don't listen to music. I cannot name one Frank Ocean song. He's got. Isn't there like Orange? His album's Orange or something? Yeah. I think he's the potato flu around the room guy. I know that, yeah. Uh <laughs> Tornado? Is it just called Tornado? Yeah, I don't know. There's one. Uh, but besides that, I don't know anything about Frank Ocean. Who the fuck boos Drake off stage? It's Pe- the same people, people who, who like, want to see Frank Ocean. Oh, I, I paid my ticket. But it was like a surprise guest. It wasn't like Frank Ocean was lined up. It was a surprise guest, and they all assumed it was going to be Frank Ocean. Why did they assume it was going to be Frank Ocean? They were like dropping hints or whatever, and he's like friends with them. So they all thought Frank Ocean was going to be there, and then it was Drake. And they booed Drake off stage because it wasn't Frank Ocean. <laughs> That's kind of funny, though. It's like literally the number one selling artist of our fucking generation. It's still kind of funny though. But it's just it's the same people who are oh I came to see I came to see Kawhi play, oh I came to see Frank Ocean. <laughs> it's the same people. At least in the Kawhi people's case, Kawhi is actually part of the team. Frank wasn't like a lineup. Yeah, it would literally be like okay, we signed a free agent. We're not gonna tell you who. 
you show up and it's LeBron and you're like, I want a Kawhi. And you boo LeBron off the court. Absolutely absurd. Speaking of LeBron, I think the Lakers are a little overrated through like nine games this year. They've been damn good. They're 72. They just lost to the Raptors, though. I think because uh, I people have been like highly touting them, and I think they've played a lot of cupcakes. They've beaten the Heat, who are a good team, but they're not a team that's going to get past the second round of the playoffs. The Bulls, the Spurs, who are like an eighth seed border team. The Mavericks, who actually have been really good this year, but they're still young and inexperienced, and it took them OT to beat them. The Grizzlies, who are going to be a top, bottom five team in the league. The Hornets, who are going to be a bottom five team in the league. And the Jazz, who before the season were highly touted and since then have kind of underperformed. Ah, oh, they're six and three. They're good. I'll give them the Jazz game. But now, the Lakers have been playing without Kuzma, though. Kuzma played last night, and he was terrible. Did he come he's back? Been, I mean, he's been back for like three four games. He's rusty. Um, no, but if, like, because their defense has been really good, but the teams they've played are, like, not good scoring teams. I looked it up. I don't feel like looking back at the teams again. Um, part of the reason is because when the Lakers played them, they obviously, they didn't score a lot. So that is part of the equation why those teams aren't good scoring teams, but they're still not good scoring teams nonetheless. So I think they're, I think their defense is actually better than people expected it to be still, but I think it's still getting a little overrated just because of the teams they've played. Okay. And offensively, they're just not that good. Like they're good. So they're good at like getting into the post and then getting into the paint and dominating, but they cannot shoot the three-pointer, and that's going to come back to bite them in 2019. That's just the fact of the matter. They're ranked 28th in three-pointers made, 25th in three-pointers attempted, and 26th in three-point percentage. That's not going to that's not gonna fly. They're going to settle in, Jay. They're middle of the road in rebounds. They're 17th in rebounds, 11th in steals, 23rd in points per game. Like they're, I think they're just a little overrated. And when they play teams that uh, shoot the three-pointer well, they're not going to – like the Raptors. I actually wrote an article before the game saying this game was going to, like, reveal their true identity because the Raptors are, like, the second-best three-point shooting team in the league, and the Raptors kind of creamed them. So so there's a blueprint on how to beat them. Just be good at shooting threes. They'll settle in, though. They're good. I just think people are overhyping them just a little bit. I mean, would you expect anything less from Lakers fans? Hey, man, I love Lakers fans. They account for most of my page views on my website. I'm not going to say a bad thing about them. I can pull up some tweets. I'm not going to say a bad thing about them. <laughs> I, I'm, I might tweet something, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> You're just going to hide behind your phone. Yeah. Okay. So that's my NBA talk. The Lakers are a little bit overrated. And I don't really know anything else that's going on. It's NBA doesn't really kick in for me until like May. <laughs> yeah, I'll wait till like the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> the second round of the playoffs. And I'll be lights out. I'll be lights out from that point on. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, the Rockets are doing bad, probably. I know their defense is like next level terrible. Up there with our team. Our Seriously? team has like next level terrible defense. Yeah, Rockets are seven and three. Suns overperforming. Six and three. They're not that good. They're actually they actually have some decent players on their team. I don't know any of the players. I have nothing to go off of. But the Suns aren't good. They don't have Steve Nash. They're not good. <laughs> Warriors are just <laughs> plummeting. They're gonna they're gonna win the lottery and get LaMelo ball or something. Doesn't that fucking suck that the Warriors were so good for so long? And now they can go into full tank mode and probably get a number one overall pick. I kind of, you know, I was listening to Bill Simmons' podcast, and he was talking about, like, the decade, and I, I needed to appreciate the Warriors more. It got annoying with them winning so much. got to appreciate how good they were. That was, like, one of the best teams of all time. Good. Do you appreciate the Patriots? No. But okay. once it's all over, I might be like, I appreciate Tom Brady. I don't. I think it sucks. I think winning a couple is okay. I think what they did, it sucks. Well, who did? The Golden State or the Patriots. 
This well, is Golden State was good for five years. The Patriots have been good for 20. Yeah, but they've lost here and there. Golden State was lights out for five they years. They only won three of the five. They didn't win all five. They were still lights out. They never won more than two in a row. They still choked against them. They won, lost, won, won, lost. That's exactly what happened. But yeah, they did choke. I love LeBron. <laughs> I hope LeBron. I just hope LeBron wins like two in LA and then he has the same as Kobe and then Laker fans are happy that their team won a championship, but then they're like, shit, now LeBron's tied with Kobe. Our only argument for why Kobe's better is gone. I think you uh, you undervalue Kobe, Jason. People, no, it's because... You overvalue him, so now you undervalue Laker him. Val- Laker fans overvalue him. So you undervalue him. Yeah, probably. Which isn't fair. He's great. He's just not... He's like, I don't know, 17th all time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's just me being facetious. Basketball isn't played on the stat sheet, Jay. Just remember that. Then why did Kobe care so much about how many damn points he had? Because he was, he was electric on the court. Number one player of all time on the court. <laughs> not on the stat sheet, on the court. Oh, man, Ty. Just remember that. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. Jason, can I give you just one little comparison real Let quick? me hear it. Is, okay, you're going to call me crazy for this. And the numbers aren't the same. I just mean in terms of like the impact and the kind of player they are and the way they're viewed. Is Stephen Curry the new Kobe Bryant? No. Listen, Curry fans and Warrior fans love Curry and will defend Curry against anyone that is because he's the greatest three-point shooter of all time he is no he is yes same thing with laker fans and kobe bryant laker fans love kobe bryant they defend him and everything both of them are extremely like hot heat check guys kobe had his few years where he scored a lot steph averaged over 30 the year before kd came and if kd didn't come he probably would have put together a run similar to kobe's when kobe went on his little like run when his team was losing but he was still doing good and it's just and then Kobe kind of always played in the, you know, Kobe played in the shadow of LeBron or shadow of MJ and then kind of the shadow of LeBron too. He never really had. And I think that's why Laker fans hold Kobe so near and dear to their heart. The league never was really Kobe's. Like it was for like two, three years. The Lakers went on that fo- those finals runs. But he had Shaq. It wasn't that just Kobe. Matter. I'm saying Kobe's like how LeBron dominate. Like LeBron is the face of the league. How long was Kobe the face of the league? I think in the early 2000s, Before he was the face LeBron of the for like three years. Tyler, you weren't around in the early 2000s. Growing well, you up, were. everyone, only anyone cared about was Kobe growing up. Yeah, when we were kids, that's because we lived by the Lakers, and everyone over here is Laker fans. I was actually a pretty in-depth analyst growing up, Jay. Oh, where you were? Yeah. I'm just, from what I've listened to, from people talk about it, it's like MJ, people talk about the early 2000s, that it's called the too much too fast or something like that. It's supposed to, it's like a dark period of the NBA where basketball sucked or something. And then it's like LeBron. I just feel like Kobe fans have a chip on their shoulders. Steph Curry fans have his chip on their shoulder, and they're both going to go down similarly. But I think Steph Curry fans know that he isn't, like, the greatest of all time. He's just the best shooter of all time. He's not the best basketball player of all time. One of the most influential of all time. Okay, yeah. Also had one of the greatest dynasties of all time. So did Kobe with Shaq. But that's, like, two elite players. They won the same amount of games, or same amount of rings. That's two elite players, though, and a good team around them. They literally had a starting five of all-stars with the Warriors. They had DeMarcus Cousins who played like 10 games. I don't count that as the whole starting five. Steph never was uh, never was finals MVP, Jay. <laughs> That's remember. true. Kobe was never finals MVP until his, second, his last two titles with Pau Gasol. So Steph Curry is going to win two more titles in like five years. Have you gonna seen the Warriors? With five. Have you seen the Warriors recently? Because everyone's hurt. 
They still got Clay. They got they could trade Deion. I'm just saying like five, six years. <laughs> the Lakers were terrible in two thousand four to two thousand seven. They still won in two thousand nine, two thousand ten. All it takes is that one impact guy. Steph Curry's gonna win in like five, six years, late in his career like Kobe. He's gonna finish exactly with five rings and two finals MVPs, and then you're gonna be like, Wow. When we compare Kobe and Steph Curry's career, it's similar. And there's Steph where- Curry is probably gonna be the last guy to play on one team for his entire career, just like Kobe did. I don't think he's ever gonna leave the Warriors. Similarities. And here's where it's different, Jay. Kobe's the number one player of all time on the court. <laughs> Steph's just a shooter. He's more than just a shooter, Ty. His legacy is going to be. Oh, yeah, that's his legacy. But he does more than shoot. He's a good facilitator. But he's disappointing in other areas, Jay. Where is he disappointing? I don't know, but that's a segue into our disappointing movies list. Oh. (laughs) Top five disappointing movies all time personal list. I got five good ones on here. Did not take me long to come up with this list. I misunderstood, and then I fixed my list. And I hate every one of these movies on here for a special reason. I would say that I don't hate all of mine, but they were still disappointments. That's fair. I hate three of these movies. One of them broke my heart. The other one was way overhyped to me. I've, we definitely have one similar, so I'm just going to start with my number five. I know it's on your list. Batman versus Superman. Not on my list. Wow, that's surprising. You know, I've, I've said Batman versus Superman got a little underrated. <laughs> it was ironically on my underrated list. I still think it's a better movie than people give it credit for, but it was still disappointing because you were expecting batman versus superman i think it had some really bitching action scenes i think the martha twist while on the outside being stupid the idea they are going for was very smart their mom just having the same name the idea that it was he's trying to fight him and then he sees how he has a family and he's more human than he realizes that's a good idea well they could have gotten much deeper than the execution of it was fucking garbage yeah but the idea behind it was good to humanize Superman. Yeah. That was a good idea. And yes, it disappointed me, but we'll get back to it. Because Jason... A different movie disappointed you more. You're right. There's a different movie that disappointed okay. me more. And it's number five on my list. And I wanted more out of Batman. At the same time. And I wanted more out of Batman in this movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> You did not just defend <laughs> Batman versus Superman for like three minutes after yelling at me when we did this list last time, telling me how garbage this movie was, and I was stupid for even thinking it was decent. And now you're talking about how it was well thought out and poorly executed, but it was still good. And now you're just going to say Lego Batman. <laughs> Lego Batman, number five on my list. Just to take a jab at me. That's all that's on your list for. <laughs> It was disappointing. I couldn't think of a fifth, and you hyped it up to me a lot, and I was bored. And maybe it's recency biased, as it is the most recent movie I've seen. (laughs) Actually, second most. Oh, what'd you? Oh, you watched that dumb Christmas movie. It's a Hallmark Christmas movie. I don't want to talk about it. You still need to watch a Rat Race. Lego Batman number five on my list, Jason. You know, our friend Ben is very upset with you for thinking that. It was a boring movie. I apologize. It was a boring movie. I, you know, I think subconsciously you went in the movie wanting to hate it because you knew how much I, I liked it. I wanted to enjoy subconsciously. It. You don't know that you wanted that. But consciously, that's wanted. I wanted to enjoy it. <laughs> Number four is a movie that ranked much higher on my Pixar movie rankings than Ooh. people were happy about, but it was still a disappointment nonetheless. Let's just see real quick, Ty. I need to see. Ooh, I need to see where it ranked on my list. Okay, it didn't rank high on my Pixar list. I'm wrong. So I'm actually not going against my own word here. Okay. It ranked second to last, number 16 on my Pixar movie list. 
That movie is Cars 2. Okay. <laughs> I, if For those that haven't listened to the, our Pixar ranking, it was very controversial. Very. I'll spoil it now. My number one movie was Cars. And that was controversial. I loved Cars. I loved video game Cars. And I just loved everything about Cars, which is kind of ironic considering I'm not a car guy myself. <laughs> but you love them animated Cars. <laughs> and the second one I was so hyped for, and it was just not good. It was not a good movie. It was a Disney Channel, straight to DVD, should have never happened movie. I agree. It's like when they have like the like what like the Smurfs. They make the Smurfs movies and they're decent. And then they have like the TV show on Nick after and the TV show just sucks. That's how Cars 2 felt. It felt like the TV show adaptation of the movie where like the main actor is not even voiced by the same person anymore. And it was one of those. It was just not a good movie. Not at all. But Cars 3, pretty good. Ranked number nine on my list. Cars 2? Cars 3 ranked number nine on no, my list. Cars 2 Cars is what two you just said was your disappointment. Yeah. Very bottom on my Pixar list, if you don't remember. It was second to bottom on mine, so it's not like, you know. Very bottom. Cars 3, second to last on my list. That's fine. Guess you're not a true car guy. What's your number four? Number four, Jason. Ironic. Okay. They made two of these movies when we were younger. Mm, okay, I'm going to try to guess in my head. Keep going. Uh, again, ironic that it's number four. Okay. 2015 Fantastic Four. Never saw it because I heard it was bad, so I didn't want to waste it my time. It was a pile of fucking garbage. <laughs> and I love Michael B. Jordan, and I love Miles Teller. And they just didn't do it for you? And I was like, this has to be good. I love comic book movies. They're going to redo the Fantastic Four. They know what to do right this time. <laughs> Boy, were you wrong about that. Boy, was I wrong. Who made those? Fox made those, right? Yeah, because Disney now owns them because of the Fox deal. Absolute shit show. One of the worst comic book movies I've ever seen. I remember liking the first one, but I don't remember it was a good movie. I just remember liking it as a kid. That's the thing. I liked the first one as a a kid. The second one I enjoyed. I I don't remember thinking it was good, Mm -hmm. but like, oh, it's another one. Yeah. Never saw it because I heard how bad it was. I wanted to put superhero movies on this. I actually don't have any superhero. Oh, I had Batman vs Superman. I didn't want to put a second superhero movie on this. You already got two for two superhero movies. And there's more coming. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, you're going to have one that I almost put on, but I didn't. Number three, Ty, for me. Okay. It's a double a double dip here. I'm taking Ooh. two movies in this number third spot. Shit. Number three is both Hangover sequels. Oh, that's a good pick. I just, they, the first Hangover, man, it's classic. I rewatch it and it's just hilarious. Funny every time. The second one was not good. The third one, I actually remember laughing at it more in the movie theater, but I remember, I don't think it was that good. Second one was Bangkok? Yeah. That one's all right. They were both disappointments. I loved Hangover. I I saw number two and number three in the theaters. One of them, I think I went with you. I don't, probably, I don't know. I think I Probably number two, because I don't remember three. And... I just remember it was just like, this isn't the same. Well, that's the problem. It was exactly the same. Well, yeah. <laughs> the second one was. The third one, they actually got different. Yeah, the third one was different. I don't remember jack shit about the third one, like maybe 10 minutes of it. Yeah, I don't remember much either. I just remember seeing it in theaters. The second one was all right, but that doesn't mean it wasn't a giant disappointment. I flirted with it, putting it on my list. I didn't, but I flirted with it. Another Bill Simmons reference. Um, I listened to their rewatchable podcast on Hangover. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to that one? I think I did. And he talked about how the Hangover sequel should have been like a week after the first movie. And it should have been them going like casino to casino, counting cards and going on like this kind of like, you know, like 
once in a lifetime fucking run. Well, like a run or no, like kind of like a, what's the, like a police chase or whatever, where they're trying to like evade the law because they got caught, caught, like caught uh, counting cards and all that bullshit. Like something like that, where they went off the card counting angle more instead of just remaking the same movie in Bangkok. I was like, that actually would have been a good idea. It's a comedy version of 21. Never seen 21. It's a card counting movie. Yeah, pretty much, I guess. That would have been a good movie. That would have been a great movie with that cast. Especially as a new uh, blackjack connoisseur myself. You love you some blackjack. Yes, I do, Ty. <laughs> I love me dollar blackjack. It's great. You lost money in dollar blackjack. What do you mean you love dollar blackjack? I love five dollar blackjack. Love five dollar blackjack. You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> All right, Jason. Number three on my list. We've talked about it before. Okay. I grew up playing these video games. There was a cartoon show. <sighs> playing video games, cartoon They tried show. making a live action version of it. Tried making a live action. And even as a child, I was sitting there. I don't think I was that much of a child. I mean, I was I was probably in elementary school. That's a child? What do you mean? But I'm not, I wasn't like a baby. Let's see what year did it come out. That is a child. Uh, okay, so they tried making a live action. You played the video game. Games. Was the video games live action? No. Well, obviously, but you know what I mean. 2009. Not so SpongeBob, right? I was 11. Not SpongeBob? And as an 11-year-old. Not SpongeBob, right? Not the SpongeBob no. movie? Because that movie was actually pretty good. The movie was good. Video games also good. I don't remember which <sighs> what, one. Was it Nick or Disney? Or Cartoon Network? Cartoon Network? Avatar? No. No. They did have a shitty movie that came out, though. I never saw it, but I heard it was terrible. The Last Airbender. Jason, this one? What's up? Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh, you have talked about this before. Absolute pile of shit. <laughs> I fucking loved the video games. <laughs> and I was ready for a good live-action movie, we and it was a flaming a, pile of garbage. Had a full-out discussion about this, yes. And that is very, very disappointing to my young self, because I fucking love those games. <laughs> Number two on my list, Ty. It's a movie I think you actually like. I've seen it once. Did not like it that one time. Didn't ever watch it again. I probably should. It's got my favorite actor in it. You know who my favorite actor is. I do. It's got my favorite actor in it. And it's got another very funny actor that when they cross together, you were like, wow, they're going to be funny. I didn't think they were that funny. I've, t- I've told you this before. Actor from The Hangover. Oh, I don't know this then. The Campaign. Oh, shit. I was thinking uh, Michael Keaton for your favorite actor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell's my favorite. I just love Michael Keaton. <laughs> the campaign. Okay. Very disappointing to me. Maybe if I rewatch it today, I'll actually find it funny. Maybe I was just a little too young for some of the jokes. Maybe they just didn't land for me at the time. came out in 2012. I was only 14 years old. But I remember being so hyped because it was after, you know, all the... All the hangover hype, Zach Galifianakis. Still love Will Ferrell. Then Will Ferrell. So it's like you combine the two. It's like if Will Ferrell and Seth Rogen did a movie together, like that would be like, oh shit, I got to see that. And it just didn't it just didn't do well for me. The fact that no one talks about it today shows how big of a disappointment that is. I mean, it's it's got a 66 on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty good for a, like a dumb comedy like that. But do you ever, yeah, you never hear people talk about the campaign. It's not a bad pick. It's very disappointing. I thought you liked it. It's all right. But that doesn't mean it lived up to the hype. I think it's an all right movie. I don't think it's bad. But oh. that means it can still be very disappointing. I would have watched it again. But I don't know. I'll probably just be disappointed again. It'll be a waste of my time. Possibly. What's your number two? Jason, I was yanking your chain a little earlier. About what? Gave you a lot of shit for Lego Batman. Yeah, you did. 
the reason Batman versus Superman was not on my list was because Justice, Justice League. League. That's what I thought two. you were going to say with number five. That's what I was going to, and then I switched it up to Lego Batman real quick, and I thought it was way funnier. <laughs> so Lego Batman originally wasn't even no, on the list? No, it is on my list. Oh, okay. I was thinking, like, oh, I was going to wait and do Justice League, but I was like, nah, this shit's better. <laughs> yeah, Justice League. That movie wasn't disappointing to me because I had low expectations. See, I thought Batman vs. Superman is a much better movie than Justice League. Yeah, I would agree with you there. And I saw that, and it had, it had possibilities. Mm-hmm. I thought some of the Batman scenes were fucking badass in Batman v Superman. Yeah. I thought brand new Aquaman looked badass. Jason Momoa, your girlfriend's lover. My lover. What the fuck are you talking about? Both of us. <laughs> um, Wonder Woman. I think it came. The Wonder, Wonder Woman movie came out before, before Justice yeah. League, right? Yeah. That movie was a fucking great hit. Yep. So I'm like, oh, good. maybe maybe they're figuring this out. The worst fucking comic book movie ever. Yeah. In my heart. It's not actually the worst ever. But in my heart, I've talked about it before, too. Just the whole they were like struggling with the villain, don't even care to remember his name anymore. And then Superman just shows up and beats the shit out of him like it's nothing. It's terrible. It was such a stupid CGI villain. Can you imagine if they did that with Thanos? Like Captain Marvel just shows up and literally just beats Thanos by herself. Well, they tried doing it, but Marvel was smart enough to have her come in late. She fucked up all the ships. Yeah, but even he still kind of countered her. You know, he had the power stone. Exactly. They tried doing that, and then they still balanced it out. They're like, well, we can't have her do everything. Yeah. They found a way to balance it. Justice League literally was, we are all useless. Superman, save us. <laughs> Pretty much. They didn't even seem like superheroes. They should have just done the whole Justice League versus like evil Superman. That would have been such a better movie. It would have been a great movie. And then they have the whole Superman's dead, you know, oh, cliffhanger. I was at the end of Batman versus Superman. It wasn't even a cliffhanger. It was like you knew at the end he was alive. You knew, but they could have at least drawn it out maybe a little yeah. bit more. Maybe go the whole movie without Superman if you're not going to... Like, they brought him back halfway through the movie. Like, what was just the right point away. of even doing that? It was literally just so they didn't have to use him at the beginning. So they can make him face adversity and all suck. <laughs> it, was, it was stupid and one of the most disappointing movies ever. Because I fucking love Batman, Jason. Do you think that's a problem with Justice League? Yeah. Having s- such a badass like Superman? Like, they just have to not use him? That's a bit of an issue. Because he's so... Or you just got to nerf him, bro. Like Call of Duty, nerf a gun. Yeah. No, you definitely have to nerf him. You just got to make Kryptonite just more available to everyone. That is kind of an issue. Because you think like the Avengers movie, none of them could have done it alone. Captain Marvel's the closest. But... Captain... Well, I'm saying like Avengers 1 or 2. Oh, yeah. No, like no. there's the Hulk, but he can't think. Yeah. There's Iron Man, but he still has his flaws. He doesn't really have any powers. It's just his yeah, suit. Yeah, he's just got a suit. There's Captain America, but he's just strong. He isn't flying. He isn't super. Like, he's just fucking yoked. Thor? Thor, maybe. But they've done a really good job of even making him. They've nerfed him. Yeah. That's what they need to do with Superman. But I think Superman's their front and center. I think Thor was third place. So they could That does make it easier to nerf Thor, yeah. You can't nerf the number one guy on the fucking Justice League. Well, that's why it's a problem. It is a problem. But it was very disappointing, Jason. We're now at number one. Step Brothers. Just kidding. I just wanted to piss you off. What else can I you piss you off? You didn't let it with? settle enough to piss me the off. The Joker. Um, I don't know any other movies you love. What's a movie you always cry at? Marlene Me. I don't watch it. <laughs> I literally, I've watched it one time. Um, number one for me, Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You told me beforehand and I forgot it was on your list. Bro, I had so much hype heading into this movie. The Sea of Monsters. Okay, Lightning Thief was actually like, okay. Sea of Monsters. Is that the first one? Yeah. Sea of Monsters, okay. the second one, was just 
nothing like the books. Like, so for background, Percy Jackson series is my favorite book series of all time. I've read, I think, two book series in my life: Percy Jackson <laughs> and The Hunger Games. I've read other books too, but not like series like that. Not I've never liked books enough to really get into like a series like that. Yeah. And I read every single Percy Jackson's book. And then they came out with another series where it was kind of like a spinoff of Percy Jackson, but Percy Jackson was still in it. It was like the Olympians. There's like eight of those now, six of the. I read the first two, and then I kind of got old and got into high school, and I just didn't have time to read them. And maybe I'll buy the audiobook. That's actually not a bad idea. That is a great idea. Um, but, yeah, I love the books, and they just shit the bed with the movies, and now I want to go see the Broadway play. But I'm not going back to New York anytime soon, so that's a problem. There's a musical, Percy Jackson, the musical. Maybe they'll actually do a decent job. That is a problem. The problem is, is I haven't read the book since fucking middle school. I don't really remember much. <laughs> I just remember it was so bitching with like all the gods and everything. And then like, cause the gods, like I don't know. Kids version of God of War. And I fucking love God of War. And that's why like you would talk to me about God of War and I would actually kind of, I like, I would know who you're talking about. I'm like, oh yeah, I know that. Between those two things, we learned about that mythology. Yeah. Greek mythology. And then the second one was so cool. Because the second one was about this hero named Jason. That's right, baby, oh, Jason. Shit. And it was like the Roman side of things. So Jason was like Jason was like the Roman Percy. So it was all the same gods, but it was like their Roman affiliate. And then Jason and Percy, like in the second book, they like meet up. Like they meet each other. And it's like, oh, shit, you guys have been calling it this. Oh, shit, you've been calling it that. And it's kind of like the mixture of both worlds, like the Roman and the Greek. And then they have to fight like this thing called like Gala, which is like Earth or whatever. Oh, I knew that. And uh, Got a war, baby. <laughs> And it was just it was like the it was like Avengers before Avengers for me even I don't know which came first but it was because it was like you got this world and you got this world and then they finally came together because like in the second series it kind of it always teased Percy but it never like went into it and then it like full blown went into it and I was like oh fuck yeah this is lit and then I stopped reading them I think that was probably one of the most fucked up franchises too like that and Divergent as far as these books that have such great things to build off of that are so beloved. And they just fucked up the oh, movies. Yeah. I would love, 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 love to see a Percy Jackson Netflix series. Third oh, book perfect. series. Third book series I love. Series of Unfortunate Events. Those are my three. Those are my top three. Only three I've probably read. It'd be perfect for a Netflix series. Yeah. I don't know who owns the IP, but they need to get on it. I don't know. But they, yeah, they do. That's what they did with series. You know, they couldn't do the series of Unfortunate Events. They, the they movie tried the sucked. movies. I mean, it was a good movie, but compared to the books, it wasn't. And then the TV series killed it. I really liked the TV series. It was much better. Granted, it was the same problem I have with Percy Jackson now. It was me and Riley watched the TV series, and I didn't remember a lot of the stuff, so I didn't know how accurate it was. But at the same time, that was kind of good because I didn't like know exactly what was going to happen. Kept in a mystery. So, yeah. Whoever owns Percy Jackson, make a Netflix show. I'll be Percy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work for free. <laughs> Just got to pay for the production. <laughs> All right, Ty, what's your number one? Jason, this movie has a 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ouch. Is it another superhero movie or are you? It has a 5% on Rotten is Tomatoes. Is it another superhero movie? It has a 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think I know what it is. You don't. I, why don't I know? I don't know. Maybe you do. No, I don't. If you say I don't, I don't. It's a 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. It was my favorite show growing up. Hands down. Maybe I know now. Maybe you just let me back into the know. Did they make a movie for that? You cucked me earlier in the pod. I did? 
It's Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, <laughs> you you pretended like you didn't. I didn't say a single word when you brought it up. I didn't. I was thinking Teen Titans. <laughs> I don't know why I thought you loved Teen <laughs> Titans. I did love Teen Titans. <laughs> That's a fucking great show. Avatar was my favorite show growing up. I watched the entire series multiple times. I liked Avatar, but not like as much as I'm sure you liked it. I fucking loved it. And they tried making a movie. And it has a 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I heard it's just terrible. It is the biggest piece of garbage ever created. <laughs> and it was just shit all over my childhood show. That's a show I'd love to rewatch is Avatar. Dude, I don't remember. I don't, I don't know how much it would cost to get the rights from Nick. But whatever fucking streaming service can do that is going to make so much money off of people watching it. Remake. Just stream it or remake it. Just stream it. Just stream oh, it's that not fucking cartoon. No, it's not on Netflix. I don't think it's on Hulu. Interesting. I don't think anyone has it. Well, Nick will probably come out with their own streaming they service. They probably will. Every company is getting smart now and is making their own. But but the I would love to rewatch that because I don't remember much of it. I know. I remember when he got when he found out he was a waterbender. I remember that. That was a big deal. And I remember him doing the earth battles. Oh, the blind girl. See, I just remember him. I remember when he did the Earth battles for the first time or whatever, and he was like, oh, shit, he's an Earthbender, even though he kind of already knew that the whole time. And then I don't ever remember him learning fire. I think it's the very, like, last two episodes. Probably. Yeah, I didn't make it all the way, obviously. And they just shit on all, all of it, Jason. Tried rushing Mother it or what? fucking M. Night Shyamalan. He directed that? Yeah. And he's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. That's funny. When you said 5%, I thought you were going to say honorable mention Suicide Squad. That movie was disappointing. I see. It was disappointing afterwards, but me watching it, I was like, ah, this wasn't bad. The Joker was disappointing. It's fucking hilarious seeing that for the first time. Jose from the Daily Press texted me. He's like, man, Jerry Leto should have been the best Joker if they only gave him, like, better writing or something. I was like, the writing wasn't great, but he did nothing to save it. He was doomed from the beginning. The laugh was terrible. The design of the character was terrible. Didn't he send writing people like was terrible. dead cats or something to I think get the character? I think that was like over-dramatized. Oh. I think they made some shit up about it. But everything about that character was terrible. Jose he said... Like snarled? Yeah. How the fuck did he snarl? He's a pimp? Yeah, like... He's not the Joker. He isn't a fucking... Hey, the Joker, he says his backstory is a, a multiple choice question. It's not that. <laughs> That's a multiple A, B, C, or D? That was E. No, that was I took a piss on the Scantron. (laughs) I'm sure Jared Leto would have been the best version of the Joker if he had a real chance. That hand tattoo was the shit. Wish Suicide Squad wasn't such a shit movie. And I said, eh, I don't know, man. He was written terribly, but he didn't do much to save it. Everything was terrible about it. Didn't he, like, not act for, like, five years, and then he's like, I'll be the Joker. I don't know. I, know I just remember he, he got a bunch of buzz for it. Like, he had, like, one good performance in, like, 2013 or something. That's what He's an award-winning actor. I think he's won an Oscar. He's in 30 Seconds to Mars? Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah, he was in Dallas Buyers Club in 2013 and then Suicide Squad in 2016. I think he just ra- rode the coattails of... He had one good movie. He was like, I'm just going to wait till I can cash this in eventually. I'm not going to take a small movie. I'm going to wait till I can fucking cash I it mean, in. I mean, it was only three. He was also in Fight Club. I don't know how big of a role. In American Psycho, I know that's kind of a big movie. Yeah. It was bad, though. Suicide Squad sucked. Other disappointing movies? Um, I can't really think of any. I know a lot of Star Wars fans hated the recent Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I know uh, episode one, the beginning of the 
prequel trilogies. It's like the fourth one they made. Yeah. It's one of the most hated movies of all time because of how disappointing it was. It's listed number one as most disappointing movies on this list. I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were just shitting all over it. Never seen it. Is that the one with Samuel L. Jackson or is he in all of them? He's in two and three. I don't know if he's in one. Let's see. Any Nutcracker in the Four Realms. That came out recently. Robin Hood, Tomb Raider. Are these all just recent? People kept putting Batman and Robin on there. Pacific Rim Uprising. Which is the George Clooney Batman movie. Never seen it. It is 100% the worst Batman movie. Oh, is that the one with Schwarzenegger? Yep. <laughs> I've seen parts of that one. I fucking love that movie growing up. <laughs> it's terrible, but I loved it. A Wrinkle in Time. That movie did kind of suck. Never saw it. I just know it fucking flopped. Yeah, it was not that good. The Cloverfield Paradox. Whoa. Do you know there's a spinoff on the sh- on the movie Cloverfield on Netflix? There's like two. I Cloverfield. I never saw it, but I remember I was so excited for it, and then I never saw it. But <laughs> yeah, I think there's like two movies at least. How about this, Ty? So, They've since righted the ship. The first Purge. Would you say it was a disappointment? I didn't really watch it. I didn't watch the first Purge. I only watched... I've seen maybe two of them. I just remember... The Purge had this, you know, the Purge has this bitchin' idea, like, it's just crazy, like, a really good idea. It's rare when you have a movie with, like, this original idea come around, and the first movie, like, just follows the one family in the house and, like, someone trying to kill them, and it's like, you kind of wish that it was just a movie about the fucking Purge, not That'd be really about cool. this one family. Yeah. If they just kind of switch up the genre a little bit, it's Purge Night, but Live PD is on the scene. You ever seen the show Live PD? I know what it is. I'm... It's like cops, but live. Yeah. How and does that just, work? I think it's like on a 30-minute delay. So, so they just have like they have a camera crew going around with cops. So like, you know, they bleep out everything and blur faces if they have to. Yeah. But it's like, all right, we're cutting to these people, which is a cop chasing somebody it's down. It's like the red zone of police. It's exactly <laughs> what it is. But live PD on Purge Night. And they can't arrest anybody, but they're just like, okay, and now we're on the scene. They're burning this building down. What would you do if the Purge was real? Would you be a hider? Yeah, I wouldn't be killing people. I think I would just, like, download a lot of illegal porn. Okay. Uh, well, it says every crime <laughs> is legal, so I'd probably do, like, insider trading. What's insider trading? I don't know. I'd figure it out, <laughs> but I know rich people do it. I would go steal an apple from the grocery store. And then return it the next day. Yeah, and then get but get, like, the $2 for it, and then be like, fuck yeah, you guys got tricked. I stole this during the purge. <laughs> Let them get the, in, the purge insurance money from it. Purge and- insurance. Yeah, so I'm sure that like stores would have purge insurance oh. money <laughs> for purge night. That's a wild idea. Would the purge work in real life? No. Why not? That's a terrible idea. But you then just it, let people kill and just all crime. But then, like the rest of the year, there would be no crime because everyone would be like, "Why are we going to no, do this and get in trouble? Let's just wait till purge night." Most people, if they're stealing, a lot of people aren't bad people. They're just like, "Hey, I got to feed my family. I'm stealing." It's not going to be like, "Ah, oh, I guess we're just going to starve until purge night." No, that's why you steal enough food for a year on Purge Night. <laughs> that's why you, you fake some documents and you take over the mortgage on someone's house. And again, the city damage, no one would insure anything, so no one would open businesses. Yeah. Why you got to shit on my parade, man? You asked a question, I answered. <laughs> you got anything else, Tyler? I don't. It was a good pod. It was. It was longer than I expected. I thought it was going to be short. I told you we were just going to let it flow. All right. Well, be sure to check us out on YouTube within the lines. Twitter we'll eventually post at within lines pod within lines, not the. And uh, yeah, we'll come at you next Thursday, not next Tuesday. 
because I will be in Orlando. And maybe next Wednesday I'll talk about my trip. It'll be one of those again. That'd be fun. Those are always easy. Yeah, no, let's not be easy, Jay. Let's make quality content. <laughs> we do. That's why we got 30 listeners. <laughs> be a good friend, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.